When I was young, I never needed any map. I made quips like leg of dep and threatened sep. Uku, sepuku. Napping alone, I think it's stomp face and Voltron. When I log into TeamSpeak, nobody's home. Oh, Batman, save! Don't wanna be. Oh, Batman, save! Show all my men Guys, we're gonna do it. Right. No, we're gonna start with a sentence about bananas. We don't so know what we're doing. Okay. Okay. Everybody's ready. I'm recording surreptitiously. Bananas. Are you ready? Are you prepared? <laughs> then in that case, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, welcome Good to Lord. Bip Report number 50. Let me say that again. 50. Yeah. That's right. It is our 50th show. <laughs> exactly. Welcome, everybody, to our oh, yeah, 50th baby. show. This is a huge show, We're ladies and gentlemen. Old. It is one year We're since old. we started this show. A year ago, it was in October that we began. We have done 50 shows, and in celebration of the event, we have a two-hour extravaganza prepared for you today. We will have guests. Or at least 63 minutes. Yeah, at least 63 or more minutes. Extra time. I guarantee extra time of extra some time. sort. There will be extra time. There will be injury this time. This one will on. be decided. This <laughs> one will be decided by penalty kicks. Let me tell you, folks. <laughs> Yeah, so we want to thank everybody it's for true. sticking with us this whole time. A lot has happened over the last year. Uh, we expect some reminiscences from guests. We expect some, you know, uh, pygmy goats to show up. Uh, lots of things uh, we expect will appear in the map. Rumor has it even the notorious Jeff may guest. We we may have many, many guests. Really? Even, even Jeff. Wait, Jeff. Jeff might be here. Jeff? Oh, God. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, look, there's only so long I can man. run the risk of a man lighting himself on fire. I was going to say, at least there's he's still alive, so, long so we know that much. <laughs> you can it's only true. do it for That's like true. three months, and then you start to feel guilty. I feel really bad. I mean, what if there's school shootings? There's all this craziness that's going on in the world these days. Every exactly. every day, another nutso pops off. And I'd really hate it if someone, you know, if he hired four hitmen in, you know, different cities across the country to pop us all off. And then we just disappeared. You know, and, you know, the fourth for himself. I, I, can't, I can't live with that on my conscience. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh, no, no, I was he say, hasn't it, confirmed yeah. that he can use TeamSpeak, but he has the information. So he has the technology cool that may be available. For some cops to find you dead hanging from a rafter by a uh, Mepreport tote bag, cleverly redesigned. Oh, that, w- <laughs> that, would, that be would be cool. Excellent. That's how I've always wanted to go, actually. <laughs> if I no, look at the scale of cool, that's top of the scale that of cool. Let me tell you. That is not true, for the record. 
When you find when you listen to this posthumously, that's not how I wanted to go. Please find my killer. Posthumously, <laughs> as if you yourself were <laughs> dead. Like, when you listen to this, this beyond the grave, it confirms this was actually the way he wanted to go. I guess that's just he decided it was his time and he got the. <laughs> Don't you ever think about that though? If one of us just like dropped dead tomorrow or something happened or whatever else, and then people like continued to listen to map reports on for years afterwards, it's weird it to have like a, good a vocal record. I was, just, I was waiting for Russ to say that. For, for yep. promotion, promoting uh, the show. Of course. Yep. Russ's, Russ's main thing <laughs> Russ's is like, marketing I'm a promotion. utilitarian! You can be even more useful to the show in your afterlife! Every, and then every show you can do oh, like another artist. memorial show. You'd be like, this is the 10th memorial show to story. Why are we doing another memorial show? Because it's great publicity. Every time we get a spike. We can have a fun drive, yeah. That'll, yeah, be, yeah so. that'll be great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, the grieving Sweet. meth widow. So we do want to thank everybody for being with us for this length of time. It's it's hard to imagine that we've been doing this for a year, guys. It's fifty shows. That's that's a lot of shows. Oh, it's I can imagine it. It's a lot. I feel them. <laughs> you I feel them, them all. Right <laughs> all of them in your here. bones. Right about here in my growing belly. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I want to bring this up by the way. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, yes, the growing uh, belly. Can we talk about the allegedly for, growing yeah, belly? For those of you who don't know, this I am amazing. getting fat. I, can't I story Clayton, I've been thin my entire life. I've been a stick figure, a rail. Uh, I've really railed against my thinness for a lot of that time. I've resisted it for a number of years because I was frighteningly thin, ribcage showing the whole nine yards. And uh, of late, uh, of very late, the last two months, I've gained 25 pounds. And uh, my metabolism just hit a wall, smacked <laughs> dead in. It's, it's dying, bleeding on the ground somewhere outside. I, so I in other words, so, so and so he, I'm getting fat. For the first time, and it's for the really first time scaring life, the crap out of me. You're honestly. approaching a healthy weight, is what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. You can now be seen in three dimensions. <laughs> that, that's basically what this comes down to. You're now I a three-dimensional figure. Here's the thing. I wouldn't worry about it so much if it were like evenly distributed. I mean, I would still worry about gaining 25 pounds in two what months. What do you mean evenly distributed? But as far as I can tell, it's all gone directly to my stomach and a little bit to my ass, but mostly to my stomach, almost all of it. It's really what ash? it's really bad. You have an ash? I do now. It's becoming very it's distressing. Actually, and Report fifty, they all lost their minds. The difference. No, I mean it's true. It's really scaring me. It honestly is. And uh, I can feel my clothes now. My clothes like cling to my body. They don't just sort of. They don't just sort of hang out there. I mean, it's really crazy. I am I'm so serious about this. I know it sounds like a joke. But Ooh, I've lived my clothes. life twenty almost twenty seven years one way. And now it's all changing on me. And I really thought it would be like this forever. Because I mean something things that are true for twenty six years, you don't expect them to change. There's like five oh, facts wow. that of stay course. with you for that long in your life. Like you breathe oxygen, you need food occasionally, you know, and your parents love you. And that's it. Right? Like that's all that stays with you for twenty six to twenty seven years. Yeah. And for me, you know, this was a constant on that level. I and Sesame will Street is be good. real thin. That stays with you, too. Sesame yeah, Street I mean, is cool. I used to try to go on, like, crazy eating campaigns to try to gain weight. Couldn't do it. I lost two pounds after, like, a week of eating four huge meals a day and, like, never stopping eating. I could never do it. I, it just wasn't in me. And now, just doing what I normally do. Story, you're, I bet you're not even the average, like, exactly. BMI right now. How, how heavy are you, you right still, now, Story? I what do you weigh? I doubt that you're still an average BMI. I doubt it. I weigh, as of this morning, because I've, of course, get, been getting on the scales like twice a day now because it's terrible. Oh, good. Uh, good. I weigh 151 pounds. Exactly. How tall are you? Uh, oh, my God. Wait, scary. 151 I, pounds? How tall are you? Yeah, it's serious. I thought it's really Whoa. serious. Sorry, how tall are you? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's like 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, 
I'm You're 5'11", okay. yeah, and you weigh 100... 150 pounds, and this is a concern. Welcome to health. It's a huge no, you know concern. What? Join are health. Here we are in health. That's more than I thought you would say. I thought you were up to like 140 or something, but 150 no, is I mean, like... No, I'm serious. Yeah. This is like really serious. I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. This is really, but that's the right please, weight. any of you who have actually dealt with weight problems out there, do not turn off the map report and shoot me. This is just a difference in my life. I understand <laughs> that other people have larger problems that you're dealing with. I'm not saying... Oh, nice like, story. Larger end, problems, me, huh? Larger. That's real me, nice. Way to go. Are they weightier problems, too? Okay. Yes. Yes, you have heavier things to deal with. But I, for me, in my context of this life, I gained, okay, put it in this perspective. In the last 60 days, I have gained 20%. 20%, plus 20% more me. So that should really bring it home. If any of you out there gained 20% in 60 days, I think you'd freak out. I, I think everyone would freak out. I think that's reasonable, unless you're a baby, in which case you should turn off the map report because it's really maybe not appropriate. The, uh, maybe the family of tapeworms that lived inside you just decided to give up, and they're just like, look, man, this guy is not <laughs> cutting the mustard. He doesn't bring us any food. It's he all ice even cream eat mustard. and nachos. Right. I can't stand ice cream and nachos <laughs> for one more day. Please, God. No more coffee, ice cream, and nachos. We're leaving. Yeah, I was going to say, where's the coffee? That's my third food group, man. It's number one. So there it is, yeah. Plus 20%. There's 20% more story, Clayton. And it, it makes you worry when you start putting on pounds at that rate that, like, while it, it may not be, you know, a crazy concern, I don't have to buy all new clothes tomorrow, like, I'm going to be 200 pounds by Christmas. And that would be serious, you know? That would be starting to get really, really worrisome. I don't have a capacity to deal with that. Like, I'm used to looking at, you know, narrow openings in doors and things and being able to just slip right through them. And then I'd try and I'd just get stuck. And you'd, like, read about me two weeks later. Still stuck. Somebody's feeding someone, you know, stuck in a doorway somewhere. So, so I'm not what, used to this at all. It's so crazy. to what do you attribute, I mean, like, besides the metabolism hitting a wall, have you been, like, hanging out at Nations? Like, you know, what what is it that, you know, that the vegans finally gotten to you? Like, what what is it that's, like, No, I've done absolutely them? nothing differently. And, I mean, I do think it's, and it's 100% my metabolism hitting a wall. Because I eat like crap, right? I mean, I've never been concerned about what I eat at all. I don't know nutrition yeah. at all, and I don't care. No. And I've always gotten away with it, you know, and I, and I haven't been exercising at all in like the last five, six years because I've left college where the gyms are free and easy and there are friends around who want to play basketball, and that's the only exercise I ever did. So, I mean, yeah, it just – and I've talked to a lot of people. Mid-20s is when the wall tends to hit, you know. Both of my parents were rail thin until their mid-20s, and, you know, I, it, it happens. Okay. It, happens. it just happened over the course uh, of – yeah. Did you used to eat this much ice cream? You seem to eat more ice cream now than you used to. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, Not I haven't had kidding. any ice cream in probably a month and a half. I go in phases, and I've really? always gone in phases where I'll do big, mm. big ice cream spurts, and then not so much. I was. I remember when you were around the visit before last. I was eating a whole lot of ice cream. It was a big ice cream spurt, but then I'll like go also off just, of it completely. So, as yeah. an unofficial MEP report diary, like you're always when you know we're not on the air, you're always like, I'm gonna go get ice cream. You're always running off to get ice cream. Then you always say, don't ever to, uh, say this on the keep show. Keep up with your migraine log. <laughs> right. So uh, I wanted Story to see ice cream log, <laughs> if I could there you the go. ice cream log I kept up My with the migraine ice cream log. log. No. I mean, I don't remember hitting a wall quite like that. I mean, I was never, you know, I'm, I've always been pretty thin, but I mean, never, you know, never, never story thin. <laughs> um, but I don't remember gaining 25 pounds sure. in a couple of months. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. You sure it's that? It's a pretty um, serious wall to hit. Emily didn't slip some stuff into your food, quite, like the gaining weight food. You probably didn't eat either. like crap quite as much as I do, to be no, fair. 
I no. mean, very few people do at any point in their life. I did eat more than ramen and cheese, which was pretty much your diet for most of the time that I knew you, which was ramen, cheese, and occasional oh ice cream. Yeah. I, I hate to break yeah, the momentum, true. guys, but uh, in the sort of honor of reminiscing from older MEP reports, huh? I decided that I would log into JDate and have it running this entire episode. <laughs> of course, that's good. <laughs> that's a great plan. Lo that's and behold... Good. I get my first IM that I'm able to respond to just now from this chick. On I don't I don't feel like going into it any further than that. Is this a chick that the map report knows and loves? Come no, on. it isn't. It's, it's a be. random chicky, totally random. Chicky stars. Okay. Nineteen and she's uh, <laughs> kind of tall, five nine, and you're IMing me really? That's kind of tall, man. That's five a, nine over the Gooba man. Five so, nine well, is kind of tall. All right, let's not get crazy. Well, it's tall because it's my height, you know, give or take. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I've got a half inch or an inch on it. Oh, but, so that's tall. That's so tall. basically, this is that's the height tall, and weight MEP report. Like from Story's perspective, it's like 150 pounds, unbelievably <laughs> obese, and oh, five no, nine is so tall. And to collect your measurements through iTunes. Exactly. Just, just oh, wait a minute. minute. We'll, this we'll is be there in a moment. She goes, "I love your picture. It's fabulously cheesy." Um, <laughs> that wasn't intentional, but thanks. <laughs> you're like, well, I don't like crazy. yours. It's fabulously ugly. And then you're like, wait, why did I say that? That's not even true. What kind of a backhanded frickin' compliment? Well, this is good. This is input. This this woman obviously is going to keep me informed about it. I love how you're trying I'm to be witty. It's fabulously corny. <laughs> I love I love you, the MEP report. I love how confident. seriously Fabulous you're taking MEP report so 50 right misplaced. now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Hey, you know, I was, I was thinking about this I'm today, sorry, actually. We have a serious issue here. We're talking about stories impending uh, obesitude. That's much more important. You guys are right. I'll just continue obesitude. this conversation. I'll so, <laughs> as I understand it, Story, um, as I understand it, you have decided, as a result of uh, all of this, to begin exercising using... Dance Dance Revolution. Is that accurate? That you've started to use Dance Dance Revolution that to is, exercise? That is absolutely correct. Why are you trying to lose the weight that correct. has made you healthy? Why are you like, I will now remove the weight and go back to being unhealthy? Why are you doing that? Greg, I refuse to believe that having my body imitating me holding a cannonball ball in front of my belly button <laughs> is healthy. So I really it, maybe refuse you're to believe that. that ever occurred to you? Have really you been sick in the mornings? That's possible. <laughs> that is possible. It's true. Uh, I'm not going to make any of the numbers so cracks, but I was thinking about making <laughs> I know, I know, to right. that. Um, moving quickly along. Uh, yeah, so, no, I don't think I'm pregnant. I do have long hair. Maybe the stork got confused. It's possible. Who I don't knows? know. Have you been, have uh, you been I'll moody? i posted. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I like this idea, because think about what you just said. You've been, you crave ice cream in spurts. Right? There are moments when you've been <laughs> moody. Place, but not for a long time lately. Well, but there... I mean, well, this describes my whole life. The stomach well, is really a, the only difference. For, the, for a male, I, the gestation you know, period for a male is much longer. It takes a much longer for I you to actually through, get it. I eat food by cravings and, yeah. like, will go on spurts of a food for months and then go off of it. I mean, I kind of act like I'm pregnant all the time. Exactly. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. Like, story. There are many animals in nature that are actually <laughs> born great pregnant. revelation about so myself. So, probably you were born pregnant, and, you know, it's just taken 20 so, some years to be able to manifest That's itself. probably what happened. Which also explains why you I never got any right. more weight, because all the food that you were eating was going straight to your baby. So, I think this this makes a I whole lot of sense. I was eating for two. Oh you were eating for two. For you know, I was eating I don't for know two, why. and I looked like half. That, that <laughs> I don't know why you need to make this fanciful story about born with a baby. There's a perfectly rational explanation for this if you've seen the movie Alien. It's just an alien organism 
All right. <laughs> that inserts the gestating baby into your stomach. And that's what, part of the reason why it was so scary was because they created it as like a male phobia, which is, first of all, being like orally raped by an alien, having it stick to your face and insert the... Uh, you know, the egg, but then also having it explode out of your stomach in some kind of horrible recreation of pregnancy. So it really worked to be a scary movie because of that. And I'm sure that's, you know, that's a perfectly rational explanation. So. It's also scary because it starred Yafet Kodo. That was another reason to be scared. My life did? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, have you met Yafet Kodo? Because if you did, that would be even further evidence of what we're talking about here. I don't even know who that is, but that's a great collection of syllables. I really like that. <laughs> Yafet Kodo. But, uh, yeah, so, so I think this makes a lot of sense to me. I think that it's a long, long-scale pregnancy. And finally, and it would also make sense, you know, it, it's basically like getting labor pains. You start gaining weight. Next, you know, at some point your water will break. And, uh, you know, you'll have to think about having a cesarean section maybe. And then you'll, you'll give birth. Can you, you know? record that when that happens? <laughs> that would be great. I need to put that up on the website. That would be big. No, you know what? In all honesty, like, this is good, you know, because... Despite the fact that you've been rail thin, I would argue that, you know, there can still be health implications of eating like crap for an entire lifetime. So <laughs> maybe now your body is, is forcing your hand. You know? yes. It's just like, all right, that's enough of that shit. Look, you see? You got to tell me now. What are you going to do? Visible sign. going to be a fat man? Or are you going to feed me some goddamn broccoli for once in your life? <laughs> so... So what is the I love broccoli. Broccoli is the one thing I do eat that could be construed as healthy. So oh, I see. That's well, a really bad example. So what does the ex exercise regimen consist of? Basically, you do what, like an hour of DDR a day or every three days? Or what do you do for exercise? I mean, I don't work with regimens. You know, like it's a, it's a great burden on me that I'm even like thinking of doing exercise somewhat regularly because I don't I, I try not to do anything that regularly. Map reports, I guess. But, you know, like I don't like outside of work that sort of has to be structured, I don't really like a lot of structure in my life. So I've been doing it when I feel like it, which has been fairly often, you know, as long as it's fun. I mean, exercise for me has to be fun. I can't do exercise for the sake of exercise. I'm my with you on that. My body will rebel. Yeah, it's boring. I, I'm ethically kind of against it. Like, I, I just can't do it. Whoa, whoa, you know? whoa, whoa. So what, whoa, whoa. Back up, back up. It can't be that. You're ethically against exercise? Who are you killing? For the sake of exercise. Why are probably. you ethically against I that? I mean... It's a, it's borderline, right? It's not like a it's not like a high value belief. So how is it border? Yeah, but but, but, but how like, is it borderline? <laughs> what are you doing when you do it? I mean, and this is going to be you know this is going to be weird coming off of what I just said about being freaked out about my weight. But I've always sort of felt that like things that are because I don't believe there's a physical world. Things that are a hundred percent done for the sake of the physical world seem a little problematic to me. That like you should never really invest a lot of time or energy into something that's entirely for the metaphor, for the fake oh, metaphor. Oh, but that's not true you know, though. Like if you get regular exercise and better diet, you're just more clear-headed. Uh, you get less moody. You know your mood swings will be less based on like a sugar rush. It's it is true. No, it is true. It's Do also you like really leveling. Think that someone who ate chocolate for three meals a day would have the same disposition as someone with a balanced diet. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't ever see these kinds of impacts on myself, and I don't really believe them. I mean, I'm you know, I'm sure people believe that they're true, and so you we know, are they control, true. though. Yeah, they you are true. To compare it that's, to. Yeah, I mean that's the problem. Like everybody you talk to. I mean, I have had periods of thing. time where I have exercised more or less, or where I've eaten certain foods more or less, and I cannot draw any patterns or parallels. Not like, consistently oh, I feel though. Really good. Or, you haven't consistently done that though. I mean, there's not been a time where you. No, I have. Exercise. I mean, I definitely consistent. I used to be on sports teams and things. Like I definitely had a consistent expectation of you know a certain. 
certain exercise behavior, and it wasn't like, ooh, I feel... I mean, I noticed feeling more tired because I would <laughs> run my body a lot, and then I was oh, tired. Oh, God. I like, love this show I because there was a everybody can question obvious things on this show. I love it. It's just sort of like, exercise is good for you. Stories like, nonsense. Like, oh, well, there are some people who don't think... You know, you're that one person. Most doctors agree that. You, you can always disagree with the, with the value of it. Uh, I mean, things. yeah, I'm probably the person who will question most things. It's but true. here's the problem story. It's true. What you're leaving out of the equation is it's not just about this life. Because did you know that for every, uh, basically if you exercise 20 minutes a day, three days a week, it impacts what happens to you in the afterlife, in the non-physical world. You actually right. go up levels. I knew this was coming. As long yeah. as you exercise. Uh-huh. It's true. It depends. Like, Bowflex <laughs> gets you a little bit higher in the metaphysical plane, I've heard. But, um, you know, you can do it really with anything. If Just basically jogging, you know, that's a little bit rough on the metaphysical joints. So it maybe, you know, makes it harder for you to climb up to the next plane. <laughs> but, you know, there's... It's so hard for people to comprehend the aphysical reality of, of the world. It's great. I love it. I love, like, it's like watching birds hitting their head on a glass, on a glass door. It's just like, <laughs> uh, uh, can't... Can't get through. Blam. Yeah, no offense. I just think it's funny. I, I don't think you were entirely serious somehow. I, strangely. I think I was less than serious, um, yes. I would say that's true. Russ, are you here? Yes. Russ, can we <laughs> do a Russ check? I, why? Just because I'm distracted by celebrate i know this is a terrible idea for the, <laughs> yeah, you're not talking about female will go on vacation hey, i am a good day and by the end of the show russ will be like okay guys bye i know i'm leaving five minutes early but this this girl and then and she she's in town one night only and uh, i'm sorry i'll be <laughs> Do I have a story for you guys no i'm just waiting i mean i'm making my my arguments which i think that it uh, there are a few things that are better for you than you know being forced to learn about how to eat like a you know a reasonable person. I think this is great. I don't see this as a tragedy. I don't see this as a, I mean, as a hardship, sure, but a necessary hardship. So I think I, this is all fine. I agree entirely. There's nothing wrong. I mean, right. you know me. I, I have as fast as a metabolism as anyone that I know. But right. that doesn't mean that I'm just going to eat nachos and coffee all day and, and you know, feel okay. Like, well, to be I, fair, actually, that's only... Because you recently had an illness that got you to stop just eating whatever you no, wanted. Reckless no, no, story. That's not true. No? My entire life, I've really? been eating very healthy. Um, what I didn't know was, yeah, that healthy incorporates also having like a good balance between acidic and alkaline, which I didn't have any idea about. <laughs> but other than that, like I ate crazy amount of vegetables and fruits, and you know I don't drink soda, and I try to balance vegetables and meats and balance and. I'm going to keep saying the word balance. You also but stopped sword <laughs> swallowing, Russ, and that really improved things oh. when you stopped that business because that was really harsh. Yeah, throat. that helped out the digestive system. Definitely, yeah. But I agree with Russ. I think that this what is really a benefit. I think that this is a. I think that this is something good, and I imagine that when Clea gets on, and we mentioned this to her, Clea is also going to be extremely pleased that you've done this because, um, you know, it's really your body saying the time has come for you to take the next step into a you know, into a healthier reality. Because clearly, if you don't believe in the physical world, you must believe that there's a manifestation of what's going on in the metaphysical world. Like, this isn't, you didn't just imagine that you got 25 pounds, right? Like, the 25 pounds came from some metaf metaphysical manifestation of something, right? No, it's all the metaphor. I mean, that's why it's a big fat waste of time, if you excuse the pun. Like, <laughs> and it's just annoying. Like, it's all part of the chaff. That has very that has nothing to do with what counts, you know. Which is why I, I hate stuff like this. I hate maintenance. I hate eating in the first place. I mean, you know, my first reaction to this is to just stop eating, which I'm pretty good at doing. Wonderful. I'm less good because, strangely, when my metabolism, you know, <laughs> starts kicking it down a notch, I'm actually 
have a harder time fasting and withstanding hunger pains than I used to. But, you know, like, I, I don't know. If, I, if it keeps getting bad, that's definitely plan B. To just cut back Plan on B eating. is to starve yourself to death. So, Wonderful. Well, it's not to death. I mean, I've gone on lots of fasting things for various reasons, and fasting is good for you periodically. Another reason that Gandhi is your hero. Out of it, like Gandhi did. It is de- absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so you know, I mean, and I really do like, for the most part, hate eating. I mean, I hate conceptually. I hate the time that it takes. I hate how often the body wants me to eat. I, I hate the whole process. Like there are certain foods that I do enjoy. And, you know, there are not many of them, but there are a few. Uh, but uh, the whole process of eating is just That's pain. so funny because my... Nobody my, likes to eat, do they? I love to eat. I mean, I, I love everybody. I, I, know, love, yeah, I know I'm actually I the know, only know, person right. in the world who has this view, sadly. Because I like, uh, for me, a lot of my most positive memories are being in restaurants with friends and family. So I actually, it's like one of my favorite things to do is to go to a restaurant, hang out, talk, you know, and that's that's pretty oh, much Oh, I mean, I here. like that, too. Like team dinners we used to have on the on the brand there you go. There you and go. stuff like that. That, you know, of course, those were great. But, I mean, you spent about a, a fifth of that time eating and, uh, you know, four-fifths of that time fending off angry look from waiters and waitresses. Oh, right. Well, I suppose Why that's you know what's funny. Why are you still here? Why are you here for the seventh hour? <laughs> My dad used to I, do that. I actually have a twelve very... tables pushed together. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I've got a very similar take on eating than you do, surprisingly enough, even though you know how much I love to eat. But given that... Uh, I was like, what? I know, my metabolism, you know, it makes me like borderline hypoglycemic, and so that means I have to eat, or else I turn into a different person. A person you don't want to meet. (laughs) And so, you know, it's great, I love eating great food, but, you know, the onus is always have to be eating, because if I don't eat, then I turn into a monster, and so, you know, to that extent, not a big fan of the, uh, the obligatory nature, having to do it all the time. Leah gets hit with it sort of without warning, you know, it's sort of like the metabolism thing, but on a short scale. You know, she'll be walking around all of a sudden. She's like, "Hungry, hungry, ah, hunger, food, ah." I mean, like, I'm not making that up. She actually no, will say, exactly "Hungry," how I am, you know. Too. And she's just sort of like, no, as if someone that's hit her exactly in the stomach. How I am yeah, too. yeah. So, you know. no, I. I've always had, that's the other function of this, is my entire life I have been full or starving. Those are my only two modes of existence. Full <laughs> New extreme starving. story, I'm There's shocked. There's never really. been a middle ground. Yeah, I know, it's amazing. But, uh, and it really, the starvation, I mean, this caused horrible problems when I was a child because, you know, it's like the jokes you have about, you know, do you have to go to the bathroom? No, five seconds later, oh my God, I have to go to the bathroom. Except that was food for me, constantly, all the time. Are you hungry? No, not at all. I couldn't think about eating. I'm so full i'm stuffed five minutes later oh my god i'm starving i'm going to die no i'm really going to pass out and it would feel you know i would get clammy i would feel like i was going to pass out because you know my stomach was basically small enough to be a binary decision it's basically like it's it's either got an item in it or not so defending it's the fact item pouch. that this is more than just a metaphor story i pop open yahoo and what's the top thing on yahoo diet myths how metabolism gets fat no how metabolism works the first thing, but how metabolism works. And you click, a lot of my clients complain they can't wow. lose weight because of a slow metabolism. Oh. What is metabolism? Here's metabolism. Yep. Oh. Yep, exactly. The other favorite thing about this for me is that it makes story that much more like the average ordinary American who has to worry about dieting and weight and things like that. Which, which is makes, more you know, of an obsession. That ruins story's life. Exactly. It's more it's of an like, obsession than our it. drug obsession. Stupid Americans. Exactly. Yep. Why do my life? you yeah to be fair maybe you won't have that in common with them anymore because your eating habits like the average american it's probably one of the things you have most in common with the average person up the street is what you like to eat 
You and the Fox yeah. News audience, same diet. Same diet, different <laughs> conclusions. How can that be? Yeah, oh, this happened to me. This? That's this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but well, well, see, so Sorry. I, I, I would say I feel <laughs> uh, your pain. I just had to let that out. Except as, as what Russ said, I agree that um, I don't really feel your pain because I think this is a positive thing. So um, I mean, I look forward to hearing make stories of food. Much more of a chore, though. No, oh, because it's gonna be so bad. No, because you're gonna be. Yeah, to I mean, about it all you might time. actually have to think it's gonna ahead be horrible. of time it's to gonna say, be you know, what have I eaten this week? Have I had any of this vitamin or, you know? Oh, sure. I'm not going that far. I refuse to go that far. I, I may in the try food. to curb things that are absurdly healthy. No, no, no. But I'm not gonna start thinking about what vitamins are in what food. That is too much. I will shoot myself if that has to. I mean, that's just too much. Story. There's so much time Brilliant in my life intellect. already taken by maintenance. I cannot think of vitamin no, C true. in orange juice. That will blow my mind. No, no, no. It's it's not it's not that it's hard to do. It's that it's more time piled up into maintenance, which is like already crushing my life. How much maintenance there is. How much you have to do laundry and you have to clean yourself and you have to eat and you have to sleep. You have to do all of this time that goes in the garbage can to maintain yourself. And now a whole extra layer is being added to this but maintenance. Rather than I, I thinking can't of do it, much more. But story, I'm not going to complexify it too much. But story, rather than thinking of it as maintenance, can't you think of it as something which, if envisioned in a different way, could actually improve aspects of your life? That is to say, while eating, you know, set up a routine that you do that makes it sort of different than just the standard of eating. Like, that's your time to consider philosophical issues or to think about this or to think about that. And that way you can think of both of them as working together I'm towards improving your life. Vitamins? It takes five seconds to figure out D that orange juice Socrates. has vitamin C. After that, you can move on to the next stage. This is not complicated. We're not talking no, about whole-scale changes. People who think about food like this, it's like their whole life. They're like juggling no, calories and beta-carotene no, and all sorts of crap. That's true. It, yeah. It's We're not a lot of people story. obsessed about this stuff. Well, yeah, but you don't I have to be whatever obsessed. whatever I want, you know, assuming that I'm not like popping jalapenos, which I know is a horrible thought to you that you can't just hop, pop jalapenos no, whenever I'm you want. No, I'm going to still pop jalapenos. Okay, Those are fine. Fair. Those are not making Short me Short of that... I mean, just having a general balance, you know, the frickin' food pyramid. How more basic can it be? It's a frickin' bar graph of food. It's like, more of this, less of this. Exactly. And that's it. That's all. Be, be the pyramid. And that uh, way... I hate balance. I hate balance, conceptually. I hate it. <laughs> hate it! I'm going to rail! I'm railing against this! So fine, don't be balanced. Right. Maybe the, just, maybe the answer, yeah. maybe the answer is that I should just... Just eat bread and be fat. Just yeah, eat vegetables and I should just go to the fruits. other extreme. I've spent a quarter century doing one extreme. Let's try 25 years on the 300 pounds. It'll bed. make you that It'll much one more of those touch people they with have to uh, humanity. Roll out of bed. People have to go through that. Dude, do you know how much I would get done if I couldn't get out of bed? Oh my... God, that would be that would be so good for me actually being disciplined. Oh, be great. So basically, what story what is saying is that in the I aggregate, like, I would have in the aggregate of running marathons, I would have to do the things that I really want to do. You're running marathons when great. you should be doing work. You just sit around anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What are you talking no. about? Ridiculous. In the uh, story. The aggregate. So what you're going to do is instead of having about? a normal weight. You're gonna, the aggregate of your life will end up that you had a balanced weight. You're just really thin at the beginning and really fat at the end. Yeah. Put it all together. Oh, no. The long, I big picture. Uh, <laughs> more balance. Exactly. Uh, more damn balance. Damn you, Greg anyway. Damn you. 
The truth is, You're bad at it. I think that you give all this stuff too much power. You have a tendency, and I do some of this myself, to say, like, I hate this, and I love that, and I hate the other. And so you give those things power over you. All you have to do in this case is you just eat normally. That oh, means God. normally for vegetarian, Greg, and that's that. This you know? is the same argument you made as to why I should get a cell phone, because anything that I don't like has power over me, and therefore I should make it yeah, part of my life. Well, so what was the analogy? But, but, Russ, the analogy you used was McDonald's, so I think it fits perfectly, see? Because this is exactly the opposite of what we want here. So it was a perfect analogy. What? We talked about that. You said you, no. we talked about McDonald's there. It's okay and, you know, not to like things. You can keep things out of your life. It doesn't mean that they control you. It just means I agree. That you don't prefer to do that. I agree, that. but I would suggest food not be one of those things that you not like. That's all. <laughs> Since you have to have it anyway, you might as well try to like it. That's my view. I assume, Russ, I mean, you wouldn't put cell phones like and food on the same face, right? View that you no, have on a lot of things. Food is necessary to survive. There and you cell go. Cell phones, unlike advertisements that we watch, are not. Okay, so then you would agree with me that food is something you should strive to like because hating it is just going to bother him because he needs to, to live anyway, right? So. I don't know that you should like it. I just think that you should be more conscientious about it. You don't have to like crossing the street, but you do have to look both ways so you don't die. You don't have to, oh, I get to cross the street. This is going to be fantastic. Well, oh, my God. You don't have to be, fabu no. have to be, <laughs> be fabulously about cheesy it. about it, Russ. I mean, we're not talking about the Jade 8 fabulously cheesy thing. Uh, all we have to do here is be Can normal. I have fabulous cheese? That's really all uh, I want to eat, some <laughs> fabulous cheese. I, I think it's ridiculous, and I think it's one of the things that makes people the most unhappy that they can be, that people think that they should ha they have to be happy about everything that they don't have a choice about in life. I think it's perfectly fine to be unhappy that, you know, humans are psychologically prone to killing and destroying each other and being mean-spirited, that you have to eat food and do laundry and take showers to, you know, get by in society. And these I hate things laundry. It's fine to be angry about. I will about. never like it's it. It's totally Look, fine. Obviously, there are it's things totally that people don't laundry. Upset about that. All I'm saying is there are certainly things that people can dislike. I strongly dislike moving. I don't like the physical act of it. I don't like dealing with it. I totally it's agree true. with you on that. Oh, yes, so I'm do. not saying... <laughs> that we have witnessed. You know, yes, I hate it. <laughs> that we know. Hate it, hate it with a passion. I, oh, I don't... The last damn. time we all saw like each other person was when you were hating it's life true. because we were moving and saying how you would never ever move again. Yeah, I hate unless moving. you would it was pay like every the worst, single person about the lowest to do I've it for ever you. seen you. Yeah, I hate it. Um I really do. Yeah. And and the thing is that like I totally agree and that's and so I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, happy about everything in your life. It just seems to me that in general terms going through life sort of deliberately miserable by picking something which is so critical to existence. I mean like I guess you have to move, okay, but you don't have to do it every day whereas you have to eat every day to survive pretty much or you know if you fast for a couple days you have to basically you have to eat on a regular basis so going into it thinking to myself this is gonna suck every time you do it is just gonna set you up for a fall and you could say well that's fine because you know and unhappiness is also a big thing and I suppose that's true but it's not like there's somebody out there measuring happiness by some objective standard. What you you know you are happy based you know what on I what think, you feel. So if you're happy for something that I you're doing, you yourself feel better about it. Like it's not like I'm saying story. You need to feel this way. It's that you feel better about things, and that's good for you. Not because I thought you thought it would be good. For you. Yes, but you did you invent the Helsinki syndrome? Like sit there. You invented it, didn't you? You invented <laughs> that. You're like, well. I have to be a captive every day it's for Stockholm. the next 400 days. I may as well make friends with I was going to say, what the uh, hell is the Helsinki exactly. Syndrome? Exactly. Sounds like a bad spy right, movie. In the movie, Die Hard, in the movie <laughs> Die Hard, they referred to it as the Helsinki Syndrome. And that's probably because they didn't want to pay some copyright to some book <laughs> right. about the Stockholm Syndrome. But that's fine. My knowledge the Helsinki Syndrome is when you look across syndrome. a sheet of ice and see someone else being kidnapped, you like they're kidnappers. <laughs> 
That's the whole thing he said. <laughs> hey, I stand by the movie Die Hard. Best action movie yeah, ever. Yeah, I agree with that. The I agree with you. Stand. That is the yes, best action movie ever. I agree. The thinking man's action I, movie. I agree with you. The yes, I agree. Stand, great, great action movie. Which is that, under Greg's theory, you would have to start to love your terrorist captors because you have no choice. And it's, you have to deal with it anyway. You may as well make the best exactly. out of it. I wouldn't love the terrorists. I might, however, try as we're going through it to keep my spirits up so that I don't fall into despair and end up, you know, re if I'm a military guy revealing information, if I'm somebody who's been kidnapped thinking, well, I might as well allow myself to be broken mentally because everything's shitty anyway. I mean, you guys are acting like there's no mind-body connection at all, and I think that's ridiculous. There clearly is a mind-body connection no, in how your mind feels to everything else. you're not accepting the reality that you could just eat and deal with it and not like it. That's a reality. That's you fine. Say, well, if you want to be miserable three times it. a day, then go ahead. That's your business. The Make other issue, if I can just say, yeah, sure. when I rail against maintenance tasks, I sit there and think, oh, it's the same rote thing that I have to do 570 bazillion times in a lifetime over and over and over again that has no purpose except getting me back to a place where I can have to maintain again. Rationally, that upsets me. That bugs me that so much of life, you know, 40% of life has to be wasted wheel spinning. That is really bothersome to me. So it's not just the immature, I don't want to do this and that and the other thing. I don't want to take another shower. It's like, God damn it, this is a big freaking waste of time. Okay, I acknowledge and that. And that's, limited time on this I planet. think that's a really good thing. I think, you, I think you're right about that. I think that makes a lot okay. of sense. But what I would say about it then is that the thing is, when it gets to this other stuff, if you have that rational discussion with yourself, okay, and you've come up with that decision, then it seems to me like at that point, you can continue the rational discussion and say, well, since I know I have to continue 570 bazillion times, maybe I could come up with some way to make this time more productive than having it be just a maintenance habit, i.e., this is the time when I do this in my life, I think about this, I do this, I do the other, and think about it in those terms. Like, for example, for me, growing up, the thing that I loved to do most when I was eating was reading. Like, if I'm reading a book and I'm eating, that's, like, awesome. I have a great time doing that, I mean, if I'm not with other people. Sure. Like, and so... That allowed me to both read and eat. I like eating to, books. Well, that's also good. Um, <laughs> to do things at the same time. And that way, if you're looking at both of them at the same time, you're actually making something productive out of it. Do you see what I mean? And so it seems to me that just to rationally go halfway yeah, no, I, I and do. not go I the rest of the way. I read the time when I eat. All right, but well then, you know. I mean, I do that, but it still doesn't make me not resent eating. All right, it's well, I mean, that's like fine. Look, you like can grumble, feel what grumble. you want to feel. I just think that it's, yeah. you know, I just don't, you know. Okay, story, how about this? Thank you. Why don't we create this behavior from now on? Whenever you go, you know, through a six or seven hour period when you should have made yourself food but you didn't, I want you to punch yeah. yourself in the face as hard as you can. Okay? <laughs> so no. then from this point on, whenever you actually make food, you'll get the positive reinforcement of not being punched in the face. And slowly you'll be able to learn how to like eating because it's at least not no. getting punched in the face. It's this, not punching in the face. The, this the, is the greatest idea that I've ever heard. By bringing all life experience down to an even lower. It's the opposite of what Greg's saying. Greg's like, put a smiley face on everything, and, and Russ is like, motivate by punch in the face, and everything not punch in the face suddenly feels so much better. Why is it's what I say reduced to smiley face? Totally why, different. Why? Totally I love it. I really do. I mean, no, the positive, the adding something positive does make a little bit of sense. But I feel like a lot of the time your argument is... Punch yourself yeah. in the face. <laughs> oh, God. Things are going to cheer right. up.
When you don't punch oh, yourself God. in the face. I think, Story, that's the cue for our first <laughs> guest to enter. I think it's clearly time for Jordan. Exactly, thank you. I'm glad we both see that as the same thing. Okay. I really resent this. I will, I will let him know. Oh, God. What? Uh, nothing. We were just commenting on how um, we were having a hard time rationally uh, accepting what you were doing, and we were resenting All right. it. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man, that's All a catchy song. That's stuck in my head now. <laughs> uh, it sounds like elevator music. If it's not the girl from Ipanema, also, that's true. Which is excellent. That's true. Yes. We were just talking about pre-show how uh, the girl from Ipanema is elevator music. Yeah, and, it's, and vice versa. You know, part of the There's reason no is other. the version of the girl of Ipanema that everybody knows is probably the most boring version of any song ever. Because literally, the person's just like, the girl, like no emotional affect, no like you know. Oh yeah, there are other versions, but there's an actual song with words. And the song with words is just like as boring as any like Muzact version. Like it was, there was no need for a Muzact version because it already was Muzact when it came out, like automatically. Wow, that's fantastic. I'm gonna go get Jordan. An uplifting song, man. It's uh, I don't know where it lifts people too, but it definitely is uplifting. It's one of those songs you see on like the late night, you know, by this. No, talking about my song. Oh, oh, oh. That's not uplifting. That's um, down knocking. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Siegel, former guest, hey. guest on a previous show. Here he is. He's back to help us celebrate 50 and tell us what the map report means to him. Hey, Jordan, what's up? What's going on, man? Well, thank you for having me back. Thank you for having me back. Welcome. Have you gone on any more uh, road trips where you listen to nothing but map report? <laughs> there's uh, there's more no. than two days to do now. A lot of time. No, unfortunately, uh, law school has prevented me from driving across the United States for extended periods of time. <laughs> ah, law school. How is how? Do you, do you, be honest. Do you ever listen to us uh, during lectures, law school lectures? Can I plead the fifth on that? <laughs> <laughs> on the off chance you can put on the board. Yes. yes! <laughs> yeah, I know. I have that fear too, I like Jordan. It. I have this fear that students of mine are going to track down this thing at one point. They almost did it the other day. You know, they said we found your website. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, you know, your website with your name on it and all your like <laughs> documents. I was like, oh, oh yes, well, yes, right, that's fine. <laughs> Dude, it's only a step away. I know, it's uh, one step removed. You're lucky. Your name is so common. You're very lucky. Man, I know exactly. It's not the they, first they thing. They Google Greg Wilson Google. and they're like, it's a magician. It's a serial killer. It's a guy. I with was a gonna say. So, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Um, I wanted to say congratulations on 50 shows. Thank you. You are, what, two shows away from a full year's worth of shows? Well, Story claims yeah. that we're already so at we a full year. We skipped a week here and there. He claims that we're at a full year now, this year. No, actually, it's next show. We only skipped one week. We skipped the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Okay. And that was the only one we skipped. So 51 is a year for us. I see. But, yeah, we're, we're basically there. We're basically in this spot. Hey, still we're, pretty, yeah, pretty you can call. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Well, we couldn't do it without guests and uh, fans like you. Let's be honest. We could do we it. We could, but I could sit in a room and barely put this on the internet, and I could do exactly what we've done for fifty I shows. I guess, but I prefer yeah, it this way. The point. There are there are shows out there that are more conversational, and there are shows out there that have better analysis. But there are no shows out there that are both more conversational and have better analysis. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. You tell me what's better analysis. I'll go <laughs> kick their ass. You go find them and beat them up. You show me the podcast. Where do Which they is touch great you, analysis. Jordan? Tell me where the podcast U UFR. Point to it on. Yeah, the that's right. Oh, oh, the man. knife in the. If back. you want oh, it, oh. If you, made you got it. it. That's upon further oh, review. God. You can find that at furtherreview.net. Thank you. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> tune in next week when Greg is permanently severed from the show. 
I appreciate that, Jordan. I appreciate the reaction. 50 shows is plenty for you, sir. I appreciate that. You can make your way now. Oh, gosh. Move along. It was a good run. I appreciate that, Jordan. The Dow Jones plunged today as the MEP report surprisingly separated the cast of UFR and the cast of the MEP report. Tried to pretend it was split stock. Mutual interest. Right, right. They never met again. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I was going to say, I really, in, my favorite, uh, as sir, I guess the MEP report uh, historian, uh, I have to say, I really enjoyed the compulsory titles episode. Uh, I, I was gonna say that's so totally fun. what we should do. We should totally have everyone say their favorite their favorite show. So why did you like that one so much? I think that's actually an idea that I've had uh, for some time, and uh, I was very. Oh really? Uh, I felt very. Yeah, I felt very relieved to have the compulsory titles uh, sort of idea brought out. Can we quickly summarize? Um, we like the many what Can we quickly summarize what that episode was for new listeners? Because we've had a bunch of new listeners since then. What? This is oh, Map Report 41. Jordan oh, votes for Map Report 41. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah. track these over the show. All right, 41. Map Report 41. Jordan's recommendation. So explain briefly what this well, was. Russ then. came up for with the, the plagiarism. Idea. Russ came up with the idea that uh, really, really bad people should get titles, and there should be a body. The way we award degrees to people, like a PhD or a JD, we should also award people, you know, pejorative titles uh, if they're bad people. Yes. Um, and uh, I think Mark Foley has, I think, a couple. <laughs> Boy, does he ever. So I this, this, this guy. Uh, nice. Yeah. This guy, by the way, this guy has just decided to add everything. Have you noticed this? This guy has decided he's going to add everything in. He's like, okay, I'm alcoholic. He's like, other scandals. I'm gay. Um, I, I've also mo was molested. Um, I also blew up buildings. Like, I'm sure it's going to be, I blew up buildings. I sniffed no, I glue. Think, um, I think Foley you know. would get the uh, I was the 22nd pilot on 9-11. Right, exactly, exactly. I was in the SS. Well, he's you know? looking for a way to play everyone but himself. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, but he is throwing mud against the wall. I think he would get you know? the title HP. Yeah. He would get hypocritical pedophile. That would be <laughs> That's his pretty good. Hypocritical pedophile like that. So, uh, did, by the way, just very briefly, does everybody here think that Hastert is going to maintain his speakership or is he going to lose it over this? It seems oh, like he's going to lose absolutely. it. I, there's no question in my mind that nothing's going to happen to him. Everyone agree with that? Yes? Given that I think the Republicans put this out in the first place, like which is the I most bizarre really don't think thing I've ever gonna, heard of, you know, in my lose life. anyone. No, I really believe that because because really, would you rather have the big story about your party going into elections being that you expunged one rogue guy who was a total nobody who had very little power within the party, and you know he and then he comes up with all these reasons why he did it and he's really the victim and it's just this long drawn out controversy that doesn't really look like a party thing or would you rather have it be the Iraq War and how you are single-handedly spending the country into a living hell that's just like Vietnam? Eh, I'll but take story, the controversy. Story, what you forget, what you forget is that this country hates sex more than anything else. Right. So it is actually worse in this crazy country that we live in that you, you know, molested one child, then you started a war to kill many, many. I got to agree with him, or even to flirt with one on instant eh. message. Yep. That's still worse than committing genocide. <laughs> I got to agree. Eh, I don't know. Maybe. And, I, mean, I mean, maybe. The strange thing uh, is, maybe. the thing that's really astounded me about this election cycle is that, you know, look, the Democrats, it took 40 years to get a drunk on their own power before they were ousted. It's taken the Republican less than 10. Uh, and, you know, going into this election, if it wasn't for the fact that the Republicans are so socially conservative, I think they were the Democrats the way they're imploding. Yeah, it's certainly... You don't think FDR surprising. was drunk on his power? Really? Do I think you don't think FDR, who... Drunk like a who fox? Well, I think Foley FDR. was drunk on... FDR. 
<laughs> no, I'm saying FDR. I'm saying you think it took oh. that long for Democrats to get drunk on their power. FDR, who packed the Supreme Court, who overhauled everything, and who ran no, for no, no, four no. terms Jordan, and got Jordan elected means, for four no, terms. No, no, Jordan means drunk so drunk on their own power that they ended up getting themselves out of power, right? I mean, not just that they were drunk on their own power. Uh, yeah, exactly. I see. So, okay. so drunk I on gotcha. power, though. I don't think... Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got gotcha. you. So drunk on power that it no longer that the policy no longer matters. It's all about, you know, what can you get away with and rather than, right. you know, what what should we do? I mean, if they were George W. Bush, they were just drunk. Check. And not power wasn't part of it. They're just drunk, period. That was just, you know, that that was all that worked in that case. Or I guess high on crack in his case was, I guess it was crack cocaine. that was <laughs> But, you know, drunk, high on crack. <laughs> Met, so, uh, Metroport 41 with the titles. Well, that's, that's yeah, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good candidate. Russ, I imagine Russ is a, a big fan of that selection insofar as he came up with the idea. It's actually Mel Gibson, I think, that he tried to apply this to. If I'm not mistaken, Russ. I think that's what it was. Yes, that is, that is correct. Right. Yeah, yeah uh, that was also the episode where I disproved the existence of Jesus, which I don't think should be underrepresented <laughs> as far as why that was such a great episode. Right, right. It's tremendous. <laughs> among, among the reasons why that episode was great. And my uh, dating yeah. past, which was yes. not great at all. I think, wasn't but that not also great. the episode of the, uh, the even number principle or no? No, no, no. Even it number was the rules of life, was which is different than. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. right. That's so right. I will right. always so remember the even number principle. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jordan. Uh, okay. always right, right, right. Jordan gets credit for not choosing the episode in which he appeared as a guest because that would have been an easy, safe choice. But that's you know, he didn't do that, so that's makes it fun. Oh, that's more true. Everyone can do that. I hope people don't just do that. No, I bet I, Steve I Lubitz actually, does that. Steve Lubitz, our next guest. I bet I put a fire on him. Ben, actually, I actually specifically I think he'll do that. The one that I was in. I think I think that should be prevented yeah. because everyone votes for themselves. I appreciate that. That makes sense. Mark Foley's going to vote for himself. He'll be the only one. No, it's true. He's no, he's going to vote the for the episode in which there's a page. In which there's a page. I know. I love. <laughs> oh. I, oh snap! And I love how they immediately say. Did you guys see the yeah. press conference that he was in where he conducted it and he was surrounded by children from the community? And then the reporters. This was on the Daily Show last night. The reporters were saying. Um, you know, Mr. Congressman, we want to talk about some things that may not be appropriate for these five and six year olds around you to hear. Would it be possible for them to leave? He's like, I'm not about to ask my supporters to leave the room. <laughs> He's like, it's all good, man. Oh boy, I want them. A whole new generation will will be ready to go. Yeah, I'd, like, know what to I'd do. like you all to meet my boyfriends and girlfriends. I mean, my support, <laughs> my constituency, right. which is also my romantic I mean, love children. Uh, yeah, that's disturbing. You can't write yeah. irony as yeah. good as the scandal. I mean, I, I love the fact that he was. Also, the chairman of the you know in- Internet Predators Committee. I know. Uh, yeah, the, the Congress. Well, man, unbelievable. Takes one to know one, right? I guess so. Come on, it's amazing. There you go. That's true. Yeah, that's why he he put all the tricks. in that position so he could get all the yeah. research done on the internet. I, and I love exactly. Yeah, he gets all the contraband. You can probably catch these guys no problem. And plus, yeah, get up on that committee. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, it's you fine. guys saw that he, he was doing this. Congressperson. He, that he was. He gets to see this. Yeah. The representative democracy, man. That's what we get. Representative democracy. We need one murderer. We need one pedophile. We need a bunch of fat, stupid people. And, you know, one smart guy. And you know what else? Did you see that they were doing this where he was actually... That's pretty much what we've got. He was, like, instant messaging. (laughs) Uh, I disagree. Who's the smart guy? Yeah. Well, I'm saying ideally. (laughs) I'm not saying that we actually have a murderer right now, although it's possible. Depending on your definition, uh, any <laughs> ex-military, come on. Right. Yeah, in a perfect democracy, you would have the one smart guy. I can't vouch that that person exists right now. But like, he was even instant messaging from the floor of the Congress. Did you see this? While they were voting, he's like, "We're voting now. I miss you." I'm like, "Well, first of all, what is he like? From laptops, they can like just type in instant messenger. Like, someone comes up behind him, uh, Mark. You really should be voting, not instant messaging people. Like, I mean, th- this—he's just allowed Jesus, to do that. I don't like to." 
I don't like the instant message in class. Why is instant messaging at the floor? floor of the house? He's like, I really like you, LOL. Like, Wait, and all of a sudden, they're like, Representative Foley. He's like, what? Uh, I. And he's like, ROTFL. I almost missed my vote, LOL. The good thing they can vote with those push-button things at their desk. They don't have to get up and uh, drop a ballot in the box because that would have uh, given them oh, away right there. I know, seriously. <laughs> would have been distressing. Gonna hide behind the desk. God bless the yeah. internet is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, so anything else? You, well, any last we're going to have to send you yeah. back. To the internet, because we we have to scuttle a lot of people through this cattle car in a short amount of time. So it's been a joy Got and a pleasure, and the shit. I've enjoyed being yeah. back. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jordan. We appreciate Great it. Great to hear from you, Jordan. Yeah. Number one fan. We appreciate it. Thanks Spending a lot, Jordan. Yourself. We'll talk to you soon. And don't don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, player <laughs> kick. He oh, yeah. He left before he could kick, kick him. Oh wow. No, he, he beat it. he beat the kick. That's awesome. That's, That's really hot. Second. Extra points for and that. You know why, Russ? Extra wow. points for that. And speaking of extra points. That is a savvy Steve Lubitsch is going to be on the way. And you know why, Russ? He's going to be coming up next. Russ, you know why he did that? Anticipated the kick. Yep. And he sidestepped. And you know why? And I fell on my ass trying to kick him. Why? No, he just took it and he that said, I'm not going to allow myself. I'm not going to allow Russ to have power over me. I'm going to make the best of this by leaving before he kicks me. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, make it stop. Do you know what that was really like, though? What's that? That oh. was like in the Karate Kid Part 2, where Daniel-san actually believes that the crane kick can defeat anyone, no matter what they're doing, and then Chosen, like, grabs his foot and twists it around and knocks him on Which his ass. Awesome. And he's like, yeah, that's your crane yeah, kick. Yeah, I love that. Your crane kick sucks. That was a great You're not kick. fighting. Then he had to learn the strategy okay. to beat him, which is flailing wildly with both hands, because that's an ancient Chinese technique. Which doesn't make any sense. Flail with right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand, and then you can beat anybody exactly. who can stop your crane kick. That's exactly right. I wish all karate was like that. Indeed. It's like a video game. In fact, I played that game on Nintendo. It was one of my favorite games, the Karate, karate Kid, Kid video, video game. game. It was not like Karate Champ. Mm -hmm. was... Do you remember Karate Champ? No, it was Karate Kid. The guy in the red and the guy in the white. I had Kung Fu, but I didn't have Karate oh, Champ. Oh, Karate Champ was the best because you would fight everyone and then it would be like, if you beat someone, it would be like, one point, half point, two point. That's all it ever did. And you would, like, knock some guy out. Like, you could actually... There was a point where you'd, like, the bonus round was you had to, like, kill this ra this bull that was, like, running at you. And you had to, like, jump and punch at the right time to kill the bull. And then it was, like, full point. It was great. And you had a judge who's, like, jumping around behind you. It was the best thing ever. Full <laughs> um, point. Wonderful. Did they point. steal this from Mike Tyson's punch full out? Full point. Can I just recommend to Greg's students, if any of you are listening, if you Google Greg Wilson, <laughs> I've been looking at this site, the uh, the top the top hit you get is this website for The Greg Wilson, and I, I just love, it's thegregwilson.com, all one word. I, I freaking love this site. This site is amazing, because this is exactly how I want to envision Greg. I think this is exactly the self-image Greg tries to project of himself. And it's a stand-up comedian, which makes it even better, <laughs> makes it even more fitting. And what's in the lower right corner? Oh my god! And look at the lower right corner. Everything that we've said about stand-up is totally true. It's just, it's yeah. just a bunch of. Greg is a freaking dictator. genius. Greg, Greg Wilson is funnier than about any comic out there yeah. today. Oh uh, wow! He's sporting a mean yeah. afro too. That guy's awesome. It's true. It's great. He's uh, he's fantastic. We can book him. Let's see if we can book him for this show. If we can get him in time. No problem. Oh, was great. He, he smokes. He too. was born this in Dallas, though. So bachelorette parties, clubs, colleges, hey, whatever Greg, you want, that, baby. You've got a suit this like that. Great. With he the has red a personal manager <laughs> and the wide lapel. Yeah, and I this is awesome. Just like and that. I did blow into New York City like a hurricane. I mean, it great. definitely did. Just like it says, I blew right yeah. into it. I shirked convention and began collaborating on a show that would take stand-up comedy to a wild and unruly place that never gone before. I love the quote. His quote, which says, "Should not be missed." 
And then the source is New York Press, as in some guy yeah. from New some York guy at some point in time. from New York who has the press. <laughs> Come yeah. on, guys. The Greg Wilson. Exactly. New York Press. He's the comedy tsunami. It's Fred Jim. The comedy yeah. tsunami. It's great. My friend Jim says, don't miss my show. And he lives in New York. <laughs> and he's exactly. press. I'm going to put it on my Fantastic. website. Dude, if you have to call yourself... Oh, Greg Wilson. Yeah, if you have to call yourself the monster yeah, truck... seriously, Greg. If, if you call yourself the monster truck of stand-up and the comedy tsunami, you've already got a couple strikes against you, okay? The monster truck of stand-up? What the hell does that mean? Greg, from that, you're going to have to like well, go by Gregway permanently like just to not associate with true. this Greg Wilson. Just gonna have yeah, to be you Greg have nothing to do with on. Greg Wilson. So we don't in fact, I'm not you. sure you can show yourself in class anymore, because <laughs> this is just terrible. Our next guest is my lovely wife, esteemed, I was about to say esteemed colleague, but I don't work with Emily at all. Do you know what we uh, need? My lovely wife. Do you know what this is? What do we need? We keep losing momentum because we don't have a band to play music when guests come on and when they go oh, off. Oh, yeah, so we could just kick it to the Max Weinberg right. Kevin. Exactly. We need like da 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 New player. Da 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 For some reason, this is the Price is Right. Okay, so I did the theme to family feud. Then they bang the drums every time we make a joke. Here she is, Emily Clayton. Back after just a couple shows. What's up, Emily? Welcome. Very clever. I have to unmute it. Oh yes. Well, <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> I want to have something of that. Da, da, da. All right. All right. Good Thanks tricks. for the music. Okay. Rest you can stop the music now. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome, Emily. Welcome back. How are you doing? Thank you very much. I'm very angry. That's how I'm doing. You're very angry about what? Nice. Did some like law get un- overtaken or something? Let's channel. Well, it's really all about the Maloof brothers. I don't know if you guys know the Maloofs. So the guys who own the Kings. Uh. Okay. Yeah. All I know is they're on the Kings, and they're about to stick Sacramento County with the worst deal ever. The Maloof brothers, who are approximately richer than God, have decided that they don't like the stadium that the Kings play in right now. So they want the county of Sacramento, which is not a particularly wealthy county, to build them a new stadium. And here's the trick to how they're going to do this. So the county is going to pay 90 95% of the entire price of the stadium. The Maloof Brothers will get exclusive rights to all profits from the stadium for the next 30 years. And in the meantime, the taxpayers will pay for everything, including cost overruns, any construction problems, anything else. The Maloofs will also, so this is not only like they just get the revenues from the Kings games, they get revenue from everything that happens in the stadium. If it's Monarchs games, if it's God knows what else. Yeah, but Emily... This is perfectly reasonable because Sacramento has such a history of success. I mean, the Kings have won at least... uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) This is one of the oldest scams in the book. This is the reason why George Bush is uh, president right now. You know that, right? Because the Yankees? That is literally why he's president. (laughs) He was a minority owner in the Texas Ranger franchise, and... Very intelligently, his partners decided to make him the face of the franchise, and so basically through his dad's political connections, he won the same kind of deal where the taxpayers subsidized a new stadium, and lo and behold, he became governor of Texas, mostly because people recognized him as, you know, being the Texas Rangers guy. I mean, the the truth is that all of these people, and the same thing happened when they tried to build the West Side Stadium out here in New York, all of these people try to make these claims about economic benefits, and what it comes down to is there is not a single cent that should be spent on any 
sports stadium ever until such time as the sports stadiums give away tickets as long as they're going to sell tickets to a private function the taxpayers should not chip in a dime not a dime to these multi-quadrillionaires who don't need it not a dime that's all so here's the kicker on the economic development part the maloofs want the ability to approve and veto any food establishment or anything else that's built in the vicinity of the sports arena because they don't want it to compete with their inside concessions that's the kind of downtown development that sacramento is going to get if they go for this deal wait so you wouldn't be able to do any there are no food concessions near the stadium except what's in the stadium is that right or what's in the arena basically the Maloofs will get to pick and choose what they like. If they don't think it's a particularly aggressive competitor or they'll own a stake in it or something else, then they'll be totally happy All to right. have it. But they want veto power over any economic development. That Let's happens. get down to brass tacks. Will we or will we not be able to have a Meproport outlet store near there? That's, that's, that's really what matters here. Will we or will we not have a Meproport store? you got to do profit sharing with the Maloofs, man. That's the only way to <laughs> do it. Their names are the Maloofs. You have to understand they're going to act irrationally. Their whole life they've been told their names are Maloofs. I mean, it's like being called Boof Bonzer as a pitcher. I mean, that's just going to put you wrong in the head to begin with. Or Gooberman. Right. Uh, our All we're saying is, <laughs> if you live in Sacramento County, vote no on measures Q and R. Measures Q and R? They Q don't number R. them? They and letter it. them? What the hell is wrong with people in California? Proposition 685.2. Anyone that I've ever spoken to that's gone to the city of Sacramento say, thank God the kings are there because it's the most barren wasteland of a town that I've oh, ever visited. Oh, it's going to leave a mark. So somebody may argue that this franchise is the only thing that will ever draw tourists into the city ever at all times. Well, I don't think tourists go all, to basketball games. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure first of all. What else is there to do? If you're on a business anyone trip, who you go to the Kings game. Anyone who said that Sacramento is the most barren, dull wasteland hasn't been through half of California. I will point them to Merced, Modesto, Fresno, Bakersfield, and everywhere in between. <laughs> wow. As, as all of our... But second of all... Those sounds you hear are all the... Exactly, are all the California listeners going click, 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 click. And she like lists them off. Oh. <laughs> exactly. San Obispo, <laughs> San Diego, right. I'm just saying, anyone who lives there will know and agree with me. I lived there for 18 years. And we'll agree that they have no life and nothing to do. And that's <laughs> exactly. why they're listening to the show, and that's fine. That works. That, that works out perfectly. <laughs> if you have no life, welcome to the MEP Report. <laughs> but here's we were going to make that the slogan for the MEP Report, too. It would be like your substitute for an actual Right. right we ended up bailing on that idea. It was rejected, unfortunately. I thought it was a great idea. It was too honest. <laughs> so even if they build Cricket. a stadium in Sacramento, the, the Maloose have not guaranteed that they'll stay. They could build a stadium and leave the next day. See, to me, if I'm the Sacramento Kings, and, or if I'm people in Sacramento, and I just, I'm tired of sports franchises holding them hostage, just be like, good, you know, go go to some other, you know, hotbed of a state. I hear Fort Wayne's looking for someone. Why don't you go to Fort Wayne, Indiana, and, you know, become the Fort Wayne Kings, and people can care about you even less. You know, that'd be my attitude. Why don't you go up and, uh, you know, fight it out with the Trailblazers for supremacy over the least relevant team in the NBA? You know what I'm saying, Story? You, you hear me talking, right? Uh... Here's the problem, though. The NBA already is, like, the only franchise in several cities, like Portland, the only major league franchise, like San Antonio. So they have, and they have roughly the same number of teams as any other major sport. So mathematically, even though I can't think of any cities off the top of my head, which is why I'm using this argument, <laughs> there are major markets that are currently untouched by the NBA. So they could go to those major markets. They're actually, like, legitimate markets. What major markets? And I just can't okay. think. Yeah, I was just going to say. There are, there are. Mathematically, there have to Anchorage. be. Anchorage. There are. Like St. Louis, for example. 
St. Louis. How about Vegas? Is a legitimate Yeah, but the problem with Vegas is the whole well, gambling Vegas, thing. No they they can't, yeah, because of the gambling business. Vegas, baby. Yeah. Vegas, baby. They have an NBA team there. Well, really yeah, they that. have an NBA team. That's called UNLV. University of Nevada, Psych, is there an NBA? Um, yeah, Utah. No, this was a classic yeah. Paul Tagliabue trick, which was he refused to put a team, a football team in L.A., so that every time a team wanted a stadium deal, they'd be like, fine, we'll just move to L.A. And the city's like, oh, crap. All right, give them whatever they want. <laughs> They're not going to L.A. And uh, exactly. it was brilliant. Yeah, so there are markets out there. St. Louis. I'm sticking with that one. And Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a big sports town. It's not a big town. It's a big, it's a big sports, sports town, town, but it's it's really a football town with a little bit of pirates and a little bit of ho- a little bit of baseball, a little bit of hockey. Not so much basketball. It's blue collar, you know. I don't know that the the Pittsburgh steel workers would appeal. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure that that's the NBA the NBA look, you know. Um, well, so uh, if this gets turned down, where have the Sacramento people threatened to go, Emily? Where where the where the Kings owners said they're going to go? Maybe they'll go to Albuquerque, where they're from. They'll go to my hometown. That's the thing. Yeah. They haven't even threatened to leave. They're just trying to straight up extort half a billion dollars from Sacramento without even threatening to leave. Because they know that would piss people off. How are they extorting? I don't understand. How do you extort without pissing people off? You're like, please build us a stadium. No, really, please. Intensely, please. And they're like, or what? They're like, or nothing, but just intensely, please do it. Look, if you're the citizenry of Sacramento and you're being exploited every day, you're like, well, I know I'm going to be exploited, so I may as well make the best of it and feel okay right, about it, right, and that's right. why I'm not really angry anymore. Right, that's right, that's right. See, they're being really subtle about it, because I, I feel like if they named a specific city that they were thinking about, everyone would call their bluff and call them bullshit, or the recipient city would say, no way are we building you a half-billion-dollar stadium. But by being very vague about their unhappiness in Sacramento, they could totally get all the money they want. I think it's more like what Story said. They can't think of the teams. They're like, yeah, the cities. You're like, yeah, we could go to, uh, uh, I can't remember, but we could go places. Oh, we could go cities. There's there's cities out there we could go to. <laughs> let me let me tell you. You just wait. Yeah, well, it could be. Well, all right. What about truth or consequences? That sounds like an awesome city, and I bet they don't have a Sacramento. We could go to anywhere team. USA, we'll go right, on Main Street. There and anywhere, any town, USA, zip code one two three four five six. We could go right there. We'll go to Joe Montana. <laughs> they want a team of some kind there. I mean, come on, Augusta, Maine, man. Augusta, oh Maine. man. Uh, so Emily, before before we run out of time with you, favorite map report of all time, favorite show. I know you've been listening to them, downloading them on your iPod that I got you. We're polling everybody. What's your favorite show of all time? We're, this is what we're doing. This this, Dude, this that's, time. That's the, tough. That's very tough. Commit, I'm gonna though. go with. So hard to think under pressure. Um, that was a great show. Emily, you're on the clock. All right, all right. I'm going with 44, Disneyland Battle for the Soul. Oh, break. sweet, sweet. Now, very oh, positive, yeah. very positive. I like that. I love that, I like that show. My soul was battled for. Greg didn't like that show at first, but I love. I didn't show. like it at first, That's but then I realized show. my soul was being battled for. Which, which one did she pick? I missed it. Disneyland show where we argue about oh, Disneyland that, and convince yeah, Greg. That's yeah, quality. That's, that's, a good that's definitely quality. 44. I just want to do an entire episode called For the Record where we correct things that are not quite accurate in previous MEP reports. Maybe we'll have to think about that for year number two. Wow, that would be a long oh, episode. Snap. Give me an example. One example. That would be a long go. episode. Because I'm really curious what you're talking about. One example. Dude, they're, they're mostly stories about the way you remember the way things happened in certain discussions or... <laughs> what? Uh, one example. This is not an example. This I feel is like it's a trend I need with your example. wife or about your wife. <laughs> a trend. Or things your I wife said. I need one said. example. I need one example. See, this I is, won't this is where there's a little trouble. I'll explain a little bit more about the story where Story Slices his finger open. 
I don't do this just for kicks to have tennis balls bouncing around in the laundry. It's actually true <laughs> that having tennis balls in the dryer, if you're drying something that's down, actually keeps the down fluffy. So there are good yes. reasons. This is just a silly Clea and my mother confirmed this fact, by the way. I mean, Clea I and my mother confirmed this. That you believe this. I did say that you believe this, and it might be true. I didn't say, like, Emily does it for recreation to have something to watch while it spins around. <laughs> Look at all the tennis balls. I, I'm making did, something good out I of a routine activity. Claim. See what I mean? Story, it all fits. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It all comes together. Oh, cool. All right, that's I'll take comprehensive point. notes. I'm very bad on the spot. <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. All right. Fantastic. Well, thanks again, Thank Emily. you, Emily. Well, Emily for, uh, it was great to have you. Thanks very up. much. Thanks for sticking around. And player. Oh, there it goes. All right, so next one should be Sorry, my wife, I suspect. You right? player left. Okay. She's Fantastic. on the way. She'll be here any second. Somebody help me make more wife buns. She's on the way. Come on. She's picking up the headphones. She's putting them on. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of distant relations, I'd like to welcome you to the uh, pinch hitter for the MEP report, my beautiful wife, Clea. Ladies and gentlemen, Clea. Welcome, Clea. I can't work under these conditions. This is not the chair that I sit hey, in. <laughs> I know, I know. So we went from one <laughs> wife to another. We just had Emily. I know you're and now it's you. At minute 675 <laughs> of your stupid overlong mess report, you give me the wrong I chair. I know. So and he's not standing up and changing either. He's just like, oh, yeah, I know. Ha, ha. So anyway. <laughs> also, I just want to point out that this is going to prove that Clea and I are actually not the same person. <laughs> Because if oh, you that's right. Appearances by that's Clea, right. You might think, you might actually think that we are the same person doing some sort of voice dubbing. Right. Wow. Because uh, we're never on at the same time. She always pinch hits for me because Greg and Russ never have anything else to do <laughs> on Wednesdays, and I sometimes do. So, yes, so, yeah, um, so, hi, hi Story, hi, hi Russ, hi, Greg. Hi. So I get, I get you guys when you're all punch drunk at the end of the uh, the hour well, or so minute. <laughs> we're not there we're, yet. We still have, We've got we a way to go. Are to go. you serious? We're, we're yeah. getting there. Yeah. We're How really? was the order chosen? Oh, yeah, the order was in. chosen by who oh, got it was Story's email. Gmail did some revising. Can I ask, by the way, can I ask why you guys like Gmail when you never get Gmail. You're always just like, oh, Gmail only gave me... Like, Gmail, like, uh, capriciously decides when you get emails and when you don't. Like, this is the least reliable mail program ever, sounds like. Can can we remember what my previous email service was before Gmail? And then <laughs> we treasure you! Hell. We treasure you! That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah I loved Project Runway for you guys. Yeah, that's dramatic. She paused it, to be wow. fair. You were designing clothes for Project you know? Runway? <laughs> she paused it, to be fair. I did pause it. Oh my oh, god, okay. that's a quite a yeah. She's like, so well, not that I was going to do something in a crimson, but then I had to go host the report. So we'll just forfeit this portion of the that's competition. Great. Yeah. Quick, we'll advise you on what supposed to do. Uh, use the patches. The patches on the, the patches elbows. On the elbows. Yeah, that's really hot yeah, this year. No, the patches are so I got to bring something up very quickly oh, um, because I promised I'm I would like ask Clea about it. What? So Story has gained in two okay. months. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five. You marry me again. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, Story has gained twenty-five pounds in two months, and Story is concerned wow. about this and thinks that he must therefore begin to exercise to reduce his yeah, weight to a non-healthy level again. Do you know why you've gained the weight? 
I, I because my metabolism died. I found it in a truck with my immune system beaten over with a bloody pulp. I mean, it can't beaten <laughs> with a bloody pulp. I don't know. I mean, that's it. My can't thing. simply be. I mean, it's not going to yeah, be that dramatic. There was my okay. My metabolism, my immune system, and a bloody pulp walk into a bar. Okay, see? metabolism, and then they all end up dead bloody in a truck. pulp. What's that make? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what friend. else have you been doing? Did you start your? Exactly. Yeah. Have you exactly. started this new? Have you been doing this? Nothing. Has this new changed. job over the last. That's the thing. Nothing has changed. Was there a bunch of Nothing has parties or get-togethers? the crazy weight gain. You've been sleeping no. more lately, There's haven't you? no change. My immune system has hit a wall. A, a tiny bit more in the last week or two, but not any more than particularly Well, average. do you do any exercise? No, nothing has changed in my routine. <gasps> no, I know not happened. for about five years. Okay. I know what it um, is. I mean, I walk a lot of work. What? What is it, Russ? Two weeks ago... You committed mental seppuku on your own. Oh, that's right. You did. You did do that. On my pinky. <laughs> your metabolism is in your yeah. pinky. Oh, Come on, man. My pinky. Another thing. Is that the medical the trauma. Metabolism? The body said, oh, you don't want to take me yeah. to the hospital? No. Screw you. You're yeah. fine now. <laughs> exactly. Your body's obviously telling you that you're not listening to it. It's like, listen to me. Leprechaun <laughs> help. Send broccoli. Send Brussels sprouts. Shut up. <laughs> That's funny. It's entirely possible. No, what's your theory, actually? Uh, well, I mean, I don't... I, I would Clinically, I would ask you to send me a food journal for a week, and then I would and tell me your exercise and your work and your stress levels over the last two months. But since I can't do that, yeah. it would bore the audience. The food journal is pretty much constant for, like, you know... Uh, 26 years of whatever the hell. So you I feel swear like. you you're um, being insightful and, uh, and that you have you're not eating any group. differently. Maybe six months ago, my food routine changed a little bit because of the okay. new job. But I I don't know why that would be stable for four months and it's then a, go crazy. That actually two, is possible. It could have taken your body a little while to adjust. How did it change? Okay, I uh, started eating earlier in the day. I started eating breakfast again, which I hadn't done in a long time. And uh, I <laughs> I started have... eating meals. Strangely, <laughs> I gained weight like crazy. No, Nothing's changed except I, mean... I now eat. I can certainly that changed oh, certainly. And uh, I started having very big lunches and then, you know, basically not eating dinner. Which, okay. You know, I would in before I would have like a large, a, a medium to large lunch, and then you know a medium to large dinner, as opposed to a little breakfast. Are you snacking at work? A huge lunch and little little to no dinner. Not Are you all. drinking very snack. much I mean, liquids? I occasionally, I drink about a gallon of water a okay. second. I drink water constantly. Um, I like am knocking out. Okay, I think it's entirely possible that your body actually, not kidding aside, is actually now getting the nutrients that it needs, and it is now um, healthfully putting on some pounds. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I... With that in mind, though, I understand. But that is a rate that is crazy. You have to admit I that that's crazy. I do think that's rate, crazy. Right? And that well, story. People, people who are morbidly obese lose weight at that crazy. They just plateau. You know, if you weigh 700 pounds, you can lose 50 pounds yeah. in a week because you're so beyond the norm that your body can react that quickly. But then it, you know, it it slowly reduces. Are you drinking? Are you drinking um, a lot of off. coffee? Are you considering that as a part of your um, liquids? I mean, that's a constant. It's. I mean, it's not that I'm constantly drinking coffee, but it, I am drinking the exact same amount of coffee that I always used to, which is basically, you know, 
two strong cups in the morning and occasionally one in the afternoon. Okay. And final question. Um, Do you have any allergies or any medical um, issues that are constant or have no no allergies just migraines is my constant big medical okay but it's possible have you ever been tested for allergies yeah i think so i mean i when i mean i would notice an allergy wouldn't no i I don't know maybe not (laughs) i feel like i have don't all kids get tested at some point isn't that no no um and being a kid and being adult i think you should get tested for allergies what could possibly be an allergic thing that's making no. me fat? <laughs> I'm allergic to food, and this fat reaction is you made weight. To it's amazing. Your body is I'm allergic to thinness. More nutrients. I, mean, I, I, I honestly it, don't understand it. why I'm allergic to two-dimensional paper. Really that's, that's what I'm allergic. Asking. I don't get it. Someone please clear no, me I in. Just, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I really don't get it. Uh, no, allergies. Uh, an allergy test and food allergy test would be extremely important for you. For two reasons. One, it's entirely possible that you've developed allergies. At this age, it's entirely possible for people to develop allergies. And there could be some minor allergies that could be causing uh, water weight gain or um, other ways of processing food. It could be slowing your metabolism. Um, The second reason I think you should get an allergy test is because I've always thought you need to get an allergy test. I think that it's entirely possible that the level or the entirety of your migraines are due to allergies. So this was just a um, sly way of me getting you to get tested. Oh, that's very clever. That's very clever. Um, uh, I want to ask, uh, I should also ask Clea on top of it too, um, that uh, my theory about this is that Story is actually pregnant and that this has been a long-term gestation. You know, he likes, he's been eating ice cream and spurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been a little pickles bit... Pickles with, with an alien, or an alien baby. That would, Russ's theory the was it was an alien baby. Have my you been eating lots of pickles with chocolate? I well, I wasn't going to bring that one up, honey, because usually you want to wait uh, after the first three months in case he miscarriages and he said it was only for two months. Oh, so I, I see, didn't really want to... That's why I didn't want to discuss it. Yeah, because okay. now he's been out and now if, it, now if he loses the baby, it's going to be very traumatic. Well, but it's been, you know, it's been a 25-year gestation, so... Because I'd want to just hold my pain inside, otherwise. I'd want to be, like, crying randomly for no reason. And my friends ask, what's wrong? And I'm like, I can't tell you, I saved you. Yeah, because that won't alarm anyone. That was the stupidest practice in the universe. I had an argument with Emily about this, like, not two months ago, about this exact... I I mean, not for that reason. Although, that's funny, too. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, member part 50. This food, baby. I'm killing it. You can't kill it. I cook those meals. That's my baby too. Oh my god. Welcome to the death report. We really did. We honestly did have this argument like 60 days ago. But not. Is there something you need to tell us? Because I insisted that I would tell everyone immediately. Mm -hmm. I would tell everyone immediately because I think that miscarriage thing is totally stupid. Because it's not like are you going to hide the fact that you're distraught from your friends too? Like anyone that you would trust to tell, you know, is going to be someone that. No, no, it's because you're jinxing it. After the you're jinxing it if you do it. No, I mean two things. Story. Oh, what? Sorry, this fits to our whole conversation about um, friends and acquaintances, which we didn't have on the MEF report, so people won't know the inside thing. There's there's like quite a few people that, I mean, they don't have numerous kind of acquaintance slash friends that they wouldn't tell this th- thing to. They'd only keep it to their, their um, 
close friends and family the standard practice is you kind of you tell you would tell kind of everyone and then you'd have to have 50 million people asking you oh so how's it going you have to tell 50 million people oh i lost the baby and then second of all um it's not always the case unless um people are trying extremely hard to have children it's not always the case that during those first three months you get highly attached so the not everyone experiences that intense emotional reaction so it's more intense emotional reaction to be added onto it by having all of these people ask you and you have to say over and over and over again we lost the baby we lost the baby and the reason it's the three-month cutoff is because it is quite normal and natural to lose the baby at that time because that's usually when the body will purge um, fetuses that aren't healthy and so it's completely normal and healthy to have a miscarriage at that time and that's why people usually just have that be the cutoff so i'm gonna lose my weight in a month <laughs> my weight's gonna stay what unless you yeah, really want so the baby yeah. but then, then i'll have to tell the whole report <laughs> audience that i lost the baby and that's <laughs> no, gonna be well, lost the baby but story how have you been feeling <laughs> have you noticed i lost the alien child <laughs> it resembles oh, it a chicken feels pot like pie crap. I have no you feel idea like why. crap it it feels awful i mean yeah, I mean, not like I feel like crap outside of like I don't have any uh-huh. energy or something like that, but like the experience of having weight is okay. terrible. Be- I mean, in part because it's just a big change, yes. but like I, I have like my clothes cling to yes. me and like uh, like not everything right. fits perfectly. But you, but you have not unpleasant. been feeling like, you have like not it. been feeling like heavy and listless and um, extreme fatigue or anything like that. Okay. No, well, not then, at all. And in fact, I started doing DDR. And okay, well then I that, highly so, recommend yeah. that you take That's this as program. a possible positive thing. Um, you want to monitor if there's any other symptoms in case there is anything that could be causing the weight gain. But I do um, agree with you that I think it would be a good idea to engage in some form of exercise because as you get older, your metabolism is, isn't yeah. going to slow. But you also have to remember that your body was extremely underweight. And so it is most likely more healthy now. Um, you're going to be less likely to um, suffer from certain kinds of diseases because you have more um, body weight. That's that is statistically true. Um, but I would encourage you. Should it have all gone to my stomach though? Should it really have been 20 pounds yeah, in my stomach and like it, five? Story. Yes. Yeah. No, really no, 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 no. Story. The weight gain is going to happen in the way that you gain weight. And that's in men, that's the stomach. Simply because now you have, instead of having a concave stomach, you have a flat stomach doesn't necessarily mean (laughs) that it's a bad thing. Everyone's like, um, (laughs) simply because you're, again, three dimensions. Uh, Oh, boy. But I do agree with you that I understand it's probably uncomfortable Uh, and and you should probably start exercising. Story, if it makes you feel any better. If it makes you feel any better, people with our yeah. brain actually gain weight at the exact age that you are now. I was the heaviest in my life when I was exactly your so, age. Seriously, I weighed, I weighed the most that I did in my entire life when well, I was that age. And I'm not kidding. I mean, this I was, was only I like was six months ago for you, right? It, I mean, well, right. right, right before yeah. I got sick. Right before I was you pushing got sick. So I pounds. just need to get really oh, sick. Oh, great. You know, you guys. Spectacular. Need to remind you that I am an eating disorder specialist. If you start talking that, I'm going to have to go. Well, I'm glad you're coming on the map report while I am. We can go through so, this together. It'll be wonderful. I, I literally, like, my pants didn't fit anymore when I was Story's age. My pants didn't fit. Yeah, I my bought pants, new jeans. I actually, my waist size I actually changed. had to yeah. spend a minute buttoning my pants the other day. It wasn't just, like, totally automatic. And it scared the bejesus out of me. I, that was really the moment 
when I like had to try twice to button my pants, I was like, oh my god, something <laughs> is severely wrong. And that's when the freak out began. Well, so, it was terrible. It's totally it really normal terrible. for people like us at, at your age. It's yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I've stabilized. Thank you so much. Wait, Cleo, what a, for all she your need help. a MEP report. I'm sorry if bored anyone, but it was. We need a favorite MEP report. Right, but that's what I'm. I'm okay, so. up. I'm getting there. Favorite MEP report of all time, Clea. What? You're in the hot seat. Favorite MEP report of all time. Uh, this is. We're asking all the guests. It's a special. Are you going to show me, Greg? Are you going to show? MapReport.com/slash/shows.hcm. <laughs> go, go, okay. and it would obviously be one of the ones favorite. that I'm on. Ooh. No, wait. It's, oh, I, we're not. Okay. She's not allowed to pick one that she's on, no. right? Oh, snap! Oh, that's funny. That is funny. No, she, oh, can she can that. It, it, we learned something about our guests here, too. Not just about shows, but also about So which about one, Clea? Do they choose themselves, or do they choose... 49, others? or... Uh, honestly, I c cannot... I don't know, 13. 13 was I, solid. Honestly, was I cannot recall. There's been so 18. many now. Right, 13, 18 was the one with... 18 was the one with... Um, oh, please, no. Russ no coming from... That we was one of the story in the oh, in the uh, Kia when he was trying to do guerrilla warfare. Thing. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. That uh, one had all four of us. Does that make us? That make that you feel a better story? One. Also, there's the one where thirty six, twenty three. No, I'm, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just where, where, four, <laughs> yeah, right. where you made Russ a supervillain. That was episode twenty three. You're the one passing judgment. Oh, I did. I did like when I created Russ the supervillain. That was a good one. So maybe I'll go with that one. We need a commitment. We need a commitment. It's taken me okay. six months of therapy to forget that episode. I don't want to think about that episode. The doctor says it's not There we go. Give it a number. Which which number? It's in is, the 30s. Is it 23, right? Greg? You said? Uh, 23 was the supervillain. No, that never happened. Oh, yep. 23. 23. No, that 23. never happened. 23. Map report 23. Clean there were no favorite. We've had different shows from everyone. This good. is good. Did did Greg tell you that the when I right. did Greg tell no. you that when I um I've gotten to the habit now of when I the few times it's not all the time but the few times when I do the first run through of the editing of the report uh, the map report now that I will specifically go and take out some of my laughs. Oh, really? Uh, that's what I said. Because yeah. sometimes I, I feel that I laugh like way too, especially when it's Russ. He'll just get me going for some reason. He just has it's a little a laugh, laugh. Bu button that he can press. <laughs> um, yeah, uh... We won't go there. But um, I, <laughs> so sometimes it's a way too much. Oh, he gets you going. <laughs> that's what I do. Um, oh, yeah. Silence. <laughs> so this one might require. And see? Case in point. <laughs> there the is. magical... Well, thank you to of the Guberman. Thank you to my wife. These are real. <laughs> Greg, that's Mike it. Quickly shoving her off the thank top. you to my wife. Greg, stop talking about how you were <laughs> 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 Thank you. Good, good night, night, you guys. Congratulations. Russ, we'll thank you. Thank now, you very now. much. Thank uh, you, my dear. Well, thank you very much. Because oh, you can't kick her. Ready? I'll do it right now. Player kicked. She's been kicked off. Two of three. You can kick Greg. That's almost as good. Two of the three All people right. have avoided the kick. This is great. All right, I'm going to go get Steve. And here's Steve Lobitz. Welcome. And thank you for uh, for jump-starting my heart in the green room, by the way. I just, uh, Greg just came in and, <laughs> and made me hit the ceiling. <laughs> That's all part of the plan. I he was actually kicked there. To be fair, he was They were being clever. There. Yeah. They thought they were being yeah, funny, yeah. and they weren't, was, Steve. Uh, he was bad. So welcome, Steve. So oh, okay. we were being funny. Greg sprawling into the green room uncontrollably. You're like, blam! Well, I'll, I'll, call, I'll call off the 911 Yeah, I appreciate that. that. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> That's great. Oh, goodness. So, uh, no Maureen tonight? We invited Maureen no, as well, Maureen. but... Uh,
Maureen is sound asleep, so uh, we both have to get up at 5.30 <laughs> in the morning, but I just choose not Ah, to I see. Well, we appreciate so. that. Way to go. We, we appreciate here at the that. appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, let's all wake out. Maureen up on three. One, two. Yeah, <laughs> right, sorry. exactly, loudly. Just kidding. Oh, goodness. So... Technically, because I value my because I value my physical well-being, I'm actually on headphones. Oh, okay. Right well, that's now, probably that's probably a better way to do it. <laughs> oh, that's probably a better way to do it. I was thinking. So, uh, there you go. I should mention yeah. since we all do the uh, fantasy football thing, I just wanted to mention that uh, Steve is a fantasy football expert. Um, that uh, Steve, I wonder what you would say to the fact that currently in the league with uh, Russ Story and myself, I am currently four zero and leading our league. And um, I would like some I'd like yeah, some fantasy this props. This is the funniest thing I've fantasy ever heard props. in my life. Well, in the league where Greg shows up to the draft and nobody else does, Greg has a distinct advantage. Did, did you win this players. past week, Steve? No, I did not. I I um, got steamrolled by the unstoppable force that is apparently Mark Bulger. Oh, well. And apparently my entire team thought that they were on by when they were in fact not. Uh, so, yeah, see, this, this is, is the thing. There's, so much, there's so much luck involved <laughs> there in the it game is. that... This, <laughs> This kind of thing happens. Oh boy! I've no, I've actually gone one in five or one in six and still come oh, back. All right, well then league, there you go. So okay, that's I'm fine. I'm not worried. You'll be able to come back. Wow. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. How about a it's no playoff week? You know, Did you win that one? Yeah, oh, boy, no kidding. Because we somehow got wrangled into a no playoff Which league, is ridiculous. Which is like the greatest atrocity ever committed on yes. fantasy football. After our so is it going by record? Or it's going, going by, by record points? and then points as a tiebreaker. Oh, and what the guy said was that he had never discussed it. I was like, what about this post that says, I think we should have 16 playoffs. He's like, oh, yes, that's that's my bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he's trying. You you did yeah. call him out on that yeah, pretty nicely. It's just like, what the hell? But there's no way to change that. <laughs> oh, we'll have the fantasy playoffs during the real playoffs. That's yeah, exactly. Out real exactly. Well. Damn it, none of my players are there. Yeah, yeah that's there good. you so. go. So there's yeah. bitterness in the fantasy world True. for some for some people who weren't there to draft. Hey, I, I like my team. I didn't draft my team. They're three and one. They're doing exactly. They're in third place, which is exactly where a team that I drafted would have been. Right. That's where I always am. I'm third place, and then I lose the first round of the Meanwhile, for no reason. So did you end so, up with Jerome Bettis? No yeah, I know. Some <laughs> people stay, ended up with Jerome Bettis. No, yeah. I don't have Bettis. I do have Kurt Warner, who's just been yeah, that's unfortunate. Because uh, I, I heard a rumor that you have an affinity for the uh, the more astute veteran players. <laughs> So uh. that is absolutely true in baseball. It's probably true in basketball, but I don't know anything about football. Like ninety percent of my football knowledge comes from fantasy football, which I think is actually part of why it's always the sport I do best sure. in every year because I don't have any actual personal attachments or outside knowledge. So I have to let the numbers dictate things instead of being like, "But I love Randy Johnson." Oh, well, one more year. The thing is, Steve. That, the thing is, Steve. Sure. That there are two things really that sort of create functionality. For, for story on his teams. There's two things that he needs for his players. Number one, his players need to be uh, people that are that are aged. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is they all need to be criminals at some point or another. And if they ever had a connection to the Portland Trailblazers, whether or not they played basketball, no. that would help. This is totally true. Uh. Story is like the most ethical person so, I know. So you didn't just draft a whole team of sense of Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, because that's the thing. He like yeah. Story's the most ethical person I know, but then he's like, I would like to get Randy Moss. I would like to get anybody who's ever done. Najee Davenport. There's a there's an ethical guy. Let me get I, him. I do have Randy Moss every year. That's true. This is my third straight year with Randy Moss. Even the auto pick knew that I exactly. had to get Randy Moss no exactly. matter what. Even though he has 84 yards this year, I still must have Randy Moss. That's yep, true. Yep, exactly. And in, in the meantime, Russ has named his team because he wasn't there for the draft. So Russ named his team Auto Pick 5000. So all of his you know commentary in the league is like I am Auto Pick. I am I Auto Pick 5000. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, dude, I tried to buy uh, Windows XP. My Windows XP is running the team. I have no affiliation with Let me ask, because (laughs) we have the fantasy football experts. So let me ask Steve. Steve, if you do not draft your team, is it not true that you can, with clever management, still manage to come back and win the league, even if you did not technically draft your team? If everybody else is drafting their team, well, and you didn't? if some be- or if no, everyone's if, on an auto draft, if Greg, if it Greg wasn't just me though, it was also draft. four it's other people. Five, five teams who get who get all the good picks, well, and then everyone because else they don't know how to read an email that says draft is at this time. <laughs> I guess it. Oh yeah, because they're a, out of the state at the time of the draft. The priorities, man. A, priorities. <laughs> they're at a podcasting conference. See, so now here's here's the important question, right? Is it. Are they real rankings or are they Yahoo's drunken sailors? Drunken rankings? sailors. You actually drafted drunken sailors. Yahoo. Yeah, because when people end up with like Jerome Bettis and Emmett Smith and uh, you know Y A Tittle on their team because yeah Y A Tittle, high, then yeah it, it might be a little Good more reference. difficult to come back. Joe Montana, man, he <laughs> no, was my so, tenth pick. He was great. Y-A-Tittle. Do you know that if you drafted Rich Gannon, it's possible uh, that he, you could actually gain points from him because Rich Gannon could at some point come out of retirement this year. That would be awesome. Everyone laughing at you for drafting Rich Gannon, all of a sudden he shows up and he actually starts playing. That that could happen. Dude, dear God, <laughs> damn it! You were saying Terrible something team. like you had two buys against <laughs> me this week, and now something you're like that happened, Steve. Damn, nah, you can keep the story. I'm not in control of this team. If Windows XP does not right, oh, okay. okay, I get it. Then you'll have to <laughs> deal with it. But it may be Woo. part of its strategy. So, not Steve, to, you were so saying fine. this happened in your league? The, the Rich Gannon scenario actually kind of did happen in my league with uh, Kerry Collins because we drafted, and this guy was has no idea what he's doing, drafts Kerry Collins, doesn't know that he's not playing, and then, like, the next week, oh, the Tennessee Titans have signed Kerry Collins. He's going to be starting next week. And <laughs> right, 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 like of course. Genius. Although not now, a couple of weeks later. I was going to say, anymore, yeah, exactly. Not, not anymore. He's like, yeah, I meant to do that. I knew they were going to Yeah, die. exactly. No, he's like the flowers for Algernon <laughs> genius, where he's like a genius for two weeks, and then his brain power goes away after that. That's, that's the kind of genius he is, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Tremendous. So speaking of genius, if you had to pick from all the map reports, all 49 that have come before this one, Steve, name your yeah. favorite map report of all time. You're on the hot uh, seat. I think... It- it would probably have to be the uh, the barium the barium milkshake. Uh, ah, the barium ah, milkshake episode. Good pick. The, the well nuclear done. the nuclear fission in in Russ's stomach. Yes, I'm I'm sure you're happy to relive that, uh, that? Lovely, uh, lovely memory. I don't remember what number it is. I'm, I'm I don't know what number my episodes are, let alone what yours are. Because so. I certainly didn't. I can't even figure out which I, map report. I'm finding it right I'm now. Read the descriptions. <laughs> We're all working. Have to come up with Please enjoy the music like, while your map report is read. We read our da, own website, da, da, which we're ignorant da, of. Da, 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 da. While you're looking that up, I, was, I can tell you that I've discovered Russ's kryptonite. Oh, good. I'm going to ask oh? about that in a second. Oh, no. It's map report number 30, after, by the way. That's map report 30, where David Renich was the guest. When we wow. ina- inaugurated that's the right. guest program. Okay. Yeah. In May. So what Back is Russ's... Yes, I've been yeah. that Wow, long, that's awesome. So. so Russ's kryptonite. Map report 30. Put it map on Map report board. 30. Ru- Russ's kryptonite... Well, so you were talking about GPS and cell phones on the last episode. That was actually just listening okay. to the car this morning. And I actually have a combination of the two, an, o- an unholy matrimony, as it will, a-, a GPS inside a cell phone that I believe if Russ ever touched, he would turn Oh, so it's like a, you'd be like a gadget god at that point. Yeah, see, that's true. You, you, you combine both of them together. Yeah. See? Well, Russ could, yeah. Russ could deal with that as long as it wouldn't involve any commitment to him, to any company ever, because that would, that would clearly invalidate his life. If, look, if they gave it to me for free and nobody ever expected me to answer the phone or got mad at me when I didn't respond to their call... 
and you know I was I could throw it at people <laughs> and leave it behind. And it became and a samurai it. sword, and it was free. <laughs> and it would be great. And it well, somehow, I believe they give it to you for free, but it would char- it would cost you twelve ninety five a month for the ability to be able to throw. Ah, see. <laughs> Well, see, at least he's making the utilitarian argument, because I could get a lot of joy out of throwing <laughs> I was gonna it say. people, and that might be worth $13 That would be month. quality. That would definitely be quality. Because it makes sense. When you compare the $35 a month, I think of J-Date. When you say $13 a month, I think of Dark Age of Camelot, which was such a dark time <laughs> in my life that having a cell phone compared dark, rather well to exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> dark Age of Russellot. Oh, my God. Oh, that's wow. pretty funny. See, that's one thing I'm glad I never did is get into those multi multiplayer online games. You might have run into Russ, and yeah, Russ would have been obsessed yeah. and been like, "Please, more crack, more crack, please, can I have crack, crack, please?" Or it yeah, seriously, uh, that is good move. Tried to dehumanize you, which is what my job is to anonymous internet people for no reason, just to be a horrible person <laughs> because they're not real because it's the internet. So what, you're a gold hey, farmer? He's a, no yeah, he's basically a Korean gold farmer no, without the Korean part. My ex-girlfriend was a gold farmer. It was fantastic. It was like all oh, she liked to do how? in the game was farm gold, and she actually maxed out the gold like that you can have on a given character. And she didn't want to spend it on anything because she didn't want to actually compete against the other players. She didn't like that. So I just took the money for my guy and gave him like gold-plated spike-shooting demon armor, you know, for a hundred bazillion dollars. It was fun. That's the basis of a solid relationship. That makes me think about this. <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah, I want to Right, right. Oh, oh, it was. Yeah. And I'm sure the fact that we were both in separate rooms playing the game separately didn't have to No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Actually, they never could play at the same time. It was a sh- it was a very good experience in learning how to share something. It's like sharing crack cocaine. It's very difficult to do. It's very but imagine hard. how time consuming it is for one person to be on an MMORPG and then imagine that none of their times overlapped because they were on the same account and then it's your own conclusions. I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve chooses Map Report yep, thirty. Steve, correct. thank you very much for not only previous UFR guesting, but for being here on the Map Report and uh, for being yeah. a listener. My Check pleasure. out the Check out Wicked Good podcast, podcast and Extra Steve. Points podcast, yep. where Steve explains how to go yeah. on and three. Uh, you can listen there to me go. complain that I suck on a weekly <laughs> That's basis. Quality. Yes. Amen. Thanks a lot, Steve. Play oh no! All right. Oh. <laughs> Man, I love loser. the leaving you get dejectedly after they get kicked. Exactly. Player kicked. Player down. Player. Upon. <laughs> the player, player beaten. Yeah. Hey, great. continue. I need, he's, I need he's to vent before okay. Jeff gets here. He's in the ante room. Jeff's going to piss me is. off. I can tell. My baseball, yeah. team, my baseball team finished second. I was convinced that I would take down the league. I missed oh, by a point and a half. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even check. I didn't even check the I last I did not day. win. I lost by a point and a half to the team of nobodies. And oh, man. I, I'm stunned. Because speaking of draft, this may have been the most genius draft I've ever taken part in. I picked like you were literally so the confident top, too. The top eight candidates for like comeback player of the year. All of these guys who did nothing last year, who became unbelievable superstars: Joe Maurer, Jim Tomey, Justin Morneau, Frank Thomas, Barry Bonds. Come on, people! They all sucked last year. They're all amazing this year, and yet still, I still lost by a point and a half, and I can't believe it. And yeah. I'm in mourning. And that's why I turned over all my future fantasy play to my Windows XP. Oh, I boy. With it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the worst possible outcome for you. You would much rather finish last than be a point and a half out of first. It's just too I aggravating mean, for someone like you. I kind of, Your personality I kind of take is not the consolation. 
that I feel like my team was clearly the best team and that the reason that this guy beat me by a point and a half was because pitching was extremely competitive in our league and hitting wasn't. So he figured out a way to put all these goonies together who built up a bunch of hitting points not being that good because they were just a bunch of teams who couldn't hit at all. And so he could be better than them. Whereas pitching, it was much harder to gain those extra points because my team strength was hitting. So that's basically why he won, in my opinion. But he did with guys like Clay Meredith. Just half a season of crazy Clay Meredith and Shea Hillenbrand and R. Therio, who's in his <laughs> infield slot right now, champion of the league, R. Therio, Jeff Baker in your outfield, sure. Trot Nixon, yeah, these are championship level sure, players. Adam LaRoche. Well, perhaps we should stop um, moaning over have... fantasy teams. Well, congratulations oh, yeah. to your guys' fantasy Terrible. teams. Congratulations, did. you did very well. Good job. Yeah. And uh, so let's move on to uh, our last yes, guest enough. for the night. And um, I hope you know what you're doing. All right. This is someone who... I hope you know I'm what you're little, doing, Story. I'm a little skittish yeah. about this. Seriously. I've got to say, have the kick button ready because this could be... Okay. This could be dicey. Uh, star of two voice messages more than anyone else. Uh, self-proclaimed biggest fan of the map report in a very scary way. And I don't actually know his last name. He just goes by Jeff D on his email. So uh, something with a D. Jeff D., uh, welcome hey. to the show. What's up, Jeff? Hi. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Um, uh, how, how you been? I, I can't believe I'm, I'm actually on the show. Yeah, you're on, uh, it's you're on the show. It's, it's kind of... Are we, you're on, are we you're on, on the map report? It's live. It's live. We're on now. Yeah, it's live. Am I on the map yep, report? you are. Oh. Yeah, yep. you're on the show. Too. Are you wearing oh. your shirt? Are you wearing a bag? Yeah, um, about that. The, uh... When I put the CD on the shirt, you know the it doesn't uh, wash very well in the uh, laundry. Um. Oh yeah. What, what, what happens, happens to it? Yeah. Um. Well, the CD kind of uh, started shredding, you know, from the abrasive like uh, detergent, and then got all kinds of uh, plastic chemicals on my other clothing, and my mom said that I ruined all my clothing and that I, I'm I wasn't allowed to wear the shirt anymore. Um Jeff, how old are you? Can can we ask you that on the show? Is that is that okay? I'm thirty two. Okay. Um, cool. Just checking. Russ, do you have any questions seriously. for Jeff? Uh, do I have to? <laughs> Come on now. Hey. I mean, Come on, he's man. Nice. There, he's right Bye, there. Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. I mean, as a comedian, oh, like, I appreciate the... your sense of humor. You you weren't really going to like. Well, what did he say he was going to do? Set himself on fire? Set himself on fire. I'm afraid, yeah. No, you know, sometimes when I, when I take an Ambien... Uh, my mom says it helps for you to sleep better and be peaceful instead of um, restless in your sleep. And so sometimes I like to call people. I don't really remember everything that that happens. That makes us feel yeah. a lot better. Jeff. We were a little I'm, worried I'm about playing. that, to be honest. I, I was oh, a little drunk. afraid you were actually going to yeah, do that. Yeah, we were a little worried. Yeah. You're drunk. That's uh, yeah, a drug. That's, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's different. Sure. That's right. Well, that's reasonable. Lots of people like drugs. Stories, big fan of drugs. Uh yeah, um. So favorite favorite map report episode. What's your favorite episode, episode? of the forty nine? Which would you pick? What do you say, Jeff? Uh, is this? Well, I wasn't told that 
you guys would be asking questions. I didn't really prepare much. I, it is, I just... It is a guest spot, you know. That's kind of what you do. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I have, um... Well, I've only memorized the first 17 episodes because, well, it usually takes me between 20 and 35 listenings of a given episode to have a working knowledge, you know, as far as memorizing. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay. So that's that's quite time-consuming, as you can imagine. Um, I can. So, I mean, I've listened to all the shows, but I can only, if you wanted me to perform one backwards, I could only do that through 17 or oh. 18. Just a favorite. I mean, just a favorite. Backwards or forwards, it yeah, doesn't forwards. Really matter. <laughs> We're making everyone want, commit to a favorite. If you want, I can perform um, episode eleven in, in its um, entirety. Uh, well, that's backwards. okay. We we. I mean, we're gonna go ahead and yeah. say that's the favorite. His favorite is eleven. No, uh, no, it's not eleven. No, I, that's not it. What what is it then? <laughs> okay. Um, no, what is my fa my favorite? Um, is number one. Because it was the first, uh, I mean, you know, it was a little rough, and you guys were talking about decapitation, which was kind of cool, but because mostly because it was the first right. episode, which made it like the beginning, right. like the alpha, like the, you know, the genesis of all things that are good in the world. Um, it's like God saying, let um, there be light, and you know, I, like the I, beginning. Yeah. Before there was uh, nothing, and then there I was... I think we're in Revelation <laughs> right now. I, I think I'm we're a little, um, <laughs> I so think we, I would say Mephiport 1, because it was really important part of, you know, okay. like, event in, in human history. Well, or, you know, I, yeah, 1. Um, okay, that's, um, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, thank Jeff. Thank you for coming. We, you know, I we appreciate it. You're the, the room. big fan. Our green room. Um, yeah. Big fan. I, uh, Oh yeah, can <laughs> well, like, guys, it was a lot of fun, and uh, oh. I, you know, Russ, oh, man. It, that's not, that's I not quite. I'm sorry. I, I had to do what it. What are you gonna wow, do to I him? Had to do it. That's but that's quite a guy. That what is... if he like comes back and gets mad? No, that's fine. I, I think that's fine. He said it was drugs. Okay, it's totally fine. I think it'll be fine, and it'll be. Yeah, fine. strangely, that was like the the most you know, relaxing response I can imagine him saying that he was, like, not coherent at the time instead of having yeah. a real reason to say stuff like that. It's so true. That's good. I, uh, that's good. And the only yeah. vote ever for Mep Report 1 that will ever exist, for sure. Oh, you know, some people Seriously. like decapitation. Except for that the was banana not our farmers best word. from America. Not our best so, word. So, <laughs> let's, let's review story. Who, what episodes were yeah. chosen as being among the favorites by our guests again? Uh, 1, 30, 33, 41, I believe, and 44. One yeah, thirty, right. thirty-three, forty-one, forty-four. Wow! All right, that's pretty sweet. Um, and we hope you yeah. guys have your favorites yeah. too, because uh, one of these is not yeah, like the that's other. Right. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's all I can say. One. One of these one is of not these. like the others. One of these. One, one of these guests of just these. <laughs> uh, so we wanted. To, <laughs> to, nice. Believe it or not, nice. gentlemen, we have come to the end of our two-hour <laughs> extravaganza. Believe it or not, we've yeah. come to the end of a century and a half of recording, recording time. time. Believe it or not, it's actually you've been doing show exactly. for eighteen hours. Can you believe it? Wait till we do our twenty-four-hour marathon for charity. I also want. I also just want to throw a little shout-out shout to David Renich, Kevin Grinberg, and Maureen Lubitz for all rejecting our invitation to wow. Mephiport 50. 
You guys better. Nice. Yeah, I hope so. Excuse. I hope so. I hope that's yeah. true. I, I, they all just. Did they say? Did they say no, or did they cold. say you know? So. Bitter uh, no, they were silent. They gave us the silent oh, okay. cold shoulder, the silent reject, and uh, a little moment of silence for those three. All right. Good. Right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, we, in all seriousness. Yeah. Because you will never be on the oh show my God. again. In all seriousness, guys, we want to thank everybody who's been a nice. guest or who has listened to us. Can I remove my yeah, camera now? Because I think so. Really uncomfortable. We want to thank <laughs> you guys. We will be back Tell next week with it. our normal show. We want to thank everybody for sticking with us for a whole year. We hope to be here for many times in the future, uh, many shows in the future. And thanks. We love doing the show. And uh, you guys are the best. Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, I'm everybody. Tired. Report number 50. Thank you to everyone. Disengage. Thanks I'm to everyone. Tired. Jeff, hang in there. It'll get better. It will get better. It always does. It will get better. He sounded like a totally together guy. With I think drugs. He'll be okay. Yeah. I think it's going to yeah. be fine. He might be. He Jeff's just got mom, a take good. care of your boy. Take care of your boy. Yeah, uh, Shout out. <laughs> Jeff and the peeps. The peeps. Peace. The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at MEPReport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu glands. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Hard to be sure Come back, you giant flying beaver And our references are too obscure Like stem cell food. Did that make sense? Not one ago. Episode 45, or was it 43? Just couldn't tell you, cause I don't have a meplopedia handy. Oh crap, I've gone off the beat. Karaoke is hard when you're drunk, cause you're Natural sense of rhythm is kind of screwed up You know what I'm saying Or maybe not if you're a sobriety guy or something When I was young I never needed any map I made jokes like leg of death and mental sep being alone think of star face and Voltron gonna bone my blazing sword and destroy the road beast Oh, <laughs> 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 <
kinda sucks Like this song does, you get the sense We have a three co-hosts So this never happens For an extended period of time Whoa, whoa Oh no What have I done In song form I should leave immediately and set my computer on fire And then never to be released to the public This is just for me And myself and me, no one else Oh, my, my, hey, hey. report is a winner of cast wars and all the accolades you can find on the website MapReport.com When you give me a phone call, I won't have to sing karaoke to myself Say the world from this terrible fate, ooh, yeah